22 pages later with your hosts, The Cap, Mike the Finance Guy, and Ralph the Tech. Happy 2016, everyone. I hope all of you have had a safe and joyous holiday. Welcome to a brand new resolution-free edition of Meanwhile, 22 Pages Later, episode 73. I'm one of your hosts, The Cap, and joining me as always is the man who would probably punch Baby New Year in the face, MFG, Mike the Finance Guy. Any baby in the face. (laughs) Hey, hey, hey. Game's over, losers. I have all the money. Compare your lives to mine and then kill yourselves. (laughs) (laughs) And also with us is the man who might ring in the new year and just go on a hating spree. I doubt it, but let's give it a try. RT Square, we're off the tech. You know who's not a good person to have a debt to? Who? The Sandman, man. Yeah. He collects his debts hard. The Sandman, man? The Sandman. The Sandman, comma, man. Yes. Gotcha. All right. (laughs) All right. So, I mean, we've had a very interesting um, couple of weeks to kind of relax and recoup and, and, you know, pull ourselves together. But 2016 has a lot of great things around the corner. So, just to get... What are you doing, Riley? I always want to be on the show. So, to start off this new year right, um, I was thinking we will be reviewing some mid-season finales of the following shows. Gotham, Sleepy Hollow, Walking Dead, Arrow, and The Flash. But first, let's spread our holiday cheer by letting MFG tell you what to jeer. Haha, <laughs> see what I did there? <laughs> let's go to the quick news. Someone get this man a dictionary. Shut up. And now, the quick news. With Mike, the finance guy, and Ralph and Cat. I never tell people what to jeer. They just kind of figure it out on themselves. <laughs> is that like a, a, a someone with an accent trying to say year? No. Or is that a gear? Is there a no, gear no. involved? <laughs> We've done bad accents already. That's not what we're doing now. <laughs> Isn't that your forte? Uh, no, it, uh, you're the, really the one to talk about? Really? Wow. <laughs> Our first um, rim shot of the year. And somehow he did it for himself. Yeah, of yeah, course. Exactly. <laughs> Surprise! No, it's... Oh. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Why? Because I get to burst someone's happy TV show balloon. Oh. And it's even sweeter when some of the shows are beloved by our own Ralph the Tech. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Who's on the chopping block? Weren't we just talking about this right before the podcast? Uh, anytime Ralph says, oh, yeah, you know, this show goes down. I'm going to I'm gonna make a stink out of it. And I was like, yeah, how many shows have fared well with that? Uh, unfortunately. But this time around, there's not too many good ones on there. But we'll go down the list anyhow. A&E, The Returned, Canceled. ABC, yes. Blood and Oil, Rookie Blue, The Astronaut Wise Club, yes. The Whispers, Wicked City, all canceled. Yes. ABC Family, Chasing Life and Melissa and Joey, canceled. Yes. AMC's Helen Wheels is renewed for a fifth and final season. <laughs> yes. BBC, Tatal, has been canceled. Thank God, that was horrible. Which one? Tatal? Yeah. Never heard of CBS, that CBS, Extent, yes. canceled. Wait. Ma- um, Mike and Molly has been renewed for sixth and final season and Under the Dome, finally canceled. Yes. Really? Finally? CW, Beauty and the Beast, renewed for fourth and final season. Oh, yes. my God. Uh, Fox, Minority Report, canceled. What? I said that after the first episode, so I don't know why anybody would be surprised. Uh, <laughs> FX Channel, Married, The Bastard Executioner, and The Comedians, canceled. Yes. FXX, The League, canceled. Yes. HBO, Getting On, and The Brink, canceled. Yes. Leftovers, also renewed, and then final season. Yes. Wow. NBC, AD The Bible Continues, Coach, Hannibal, Mr. Robinson, Welcome to Sweden, all canceled. Yeah. Netflix, Hemlock Grove, finally ended. <laughs> About time. Showtime, Happyish, Nurse Jackie, canceled. Yeah. 
stars Da Vinci Demons renewed for a third and final season. You know, that's a pretty good show, and I'm glad that they're going to end it, hopefully on a good note. I think they're just happy they're ending it. <laughs> Sci-Fi Channel, Bitten, has been renewed for a third and final season. Sad, because that got good in the second season. Uh, oh, okay. Also on the Sci-Fi Channel, Continuum, Defiance, Dominion, Haven, Lost Girl, all ended or canceled. Yes! TNT, Agent X, Falling Skies, Legends, Proof, Public Morals, all canceled. Wait, Legends was canceled? If I just said it, yes. <laughs> USA, Complications, Dig, Graceland, all canceled. And finally on Yahoo, why they brought it back, Community, canceled. You wow. know what? It was funnier when it was on NBC. Well, yeah, that's what I said. Why they brought it back, I don't know. I mean, it's, it lost its ratings then. Yeah. It's kind of like when um, when um, Scrubs, Scrubs went to... Um, ABC after it was on NBC for so long. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing. Like, well, if they're going down, they're getting rid of it. Why are you going to try to pick it up? Yeah, what? this isn't one of these things where like it had a huge following and then the network decided to cancel it. Like, like, the, like Family Guy or any of them. I mean, the Futurama was canceled three times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know? I'd say this about Community. One of the funniest ep- or three of the funniest episodes when they had um, paintball battles. Okay. Those episodes were hilarious because they would go like all out, acting like it was like some sort of war. <laughs> There was one uh, episode where um, the math teacher, he starts acting like he's like a kingpin or something. And he has these golden uh, paintball guns. Yeah. He gets stupid. I don't think I've ever seen any of those. Episodes. Golden paintball guns. Yes, yeah, he gets stupid. Alrighty, now, everybody, sit your asses down and breathe. I'm not sure why everybody was so overjoyed about Creed director Ryan Coogler's confirmation as the director of Marvel's upcoming Black Panther movie when Variety posted this article. But, like a homophobic Republican senator found having same-sex relations in an airport bathroom, Variety has backtracked on its statements. In the wee hours of December 31st, Variety deleted its article and tweet on the matter. Will, uh, will Coogler get to nod to direct the highly anticipated flick? Maybe, but not yet. The, plant, uh, the Black Panther movie is scheduled for release on July 6, 2018, and is an important link to the Avengers Infinity War Part 1. All right. And now the question is, has anybody here seen Creed? I've seen some of Creed. Wait, it, what do you mean season agreed? I, somebody had it, and I was watching it. <laughs> I've seen some of it. And what, you got engaged in conversation <laughs> during the interim? I, yes, I, oh my goodness, did you see how the weather was yesterday? It was as interesting to me as any boxing movie would be, which means it wasn't. <laughs> That's why I'm like, I've seen some of it, and then I said, I gotta go. <laughs> Damn. Do you want to know how this ends? I pretty much know how it's going to end. I could care less. <laughs> how about you, Ruff? Did you, did you pick up on Creed? Uh, it's in my queue. Ah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you have yet to see it. And I know Erin, shout out to Erin. Erin had went out with her boyfriend to go see it. And she was like, it was okay. Which is always her, her way of saying like... You know, it's crazy. It's like anyone who just really wanted to know how it ends could just go to um, Sylvester Stallone's Instagram page and look at the picture that he tweeted where he tweeted the, the script of Creed with the ending right there. Shut oh, up. Well, there you go. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. This time you're not joking. No, I am serious. He tweeted the picture where he... But um, when did he tweet it? Before or after it, the movie was out? No, it was way before the movie uh, was even in production. I guess there was no surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Someone actually like blowed it up and blew up the picture and, and saw that the script, what he was working on, was Creed. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, this certainly explains this villain's rise to fame over the last few years. Live action rights to Marvel Comics villain Taskmaster have reverted back to Marvel Studios. Really? Yep. Fox Studios had the rights for years but failed to develop a live action product. Um, the rights returned to the House of the Ideas at the same time it received Daredevils. Now, no immediate plans have been stated to rush Taskmaster to the big or little screen, but speculation has it that it would be a good fit as a villain for the Netflix Marvel series. I was just thinking that. I said, I don't know if he'd be good for, you know, the um, the whole Avengers thing, but I think he'd fit well with the whole Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage um, yeah. series. That's you know where good. else he would fit good with? 
Where? In the Deadpool movie. Deadpool's Fox. Exactly. Didn't they have the rights? They had. The, the point is they don't have them anymore. They, they should have used them. They, 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 they couldn't figure it out. I mean, you have one, one lame guy. You you know, know. Right. But, but, but they put in, um, what is it, uh, Betrock the Leaper? So I think they could have put in Taskmaster in their movie. <laughs> he would have been a much better fit. I guess. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> this, um, was it Deadpool's the only one that Taskmaster can't copy his moves because he's so erratic? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> For those of you that don't know who Taskmaster is, he's a a skilled martial artist with also was it mutant ability? Yeah, he has he has a photo photogenic um. Well, he has a, they call it like a, a photo. It's not right where they call it like photomuscular memory or something like that. Yeah, he, he's like a muscle memory copycat. Where yeah. if you watch Heroes, it was what the black chick had in season two, and then the show got canceled in the middle of that because of the writer's <laughs> strike, and we never found out what happened to her. Yeah. <laughs> That's a kind of way of breaking it down for those who haven't seen it or, yeah. or read it. Yeah. All right. What else you got? All right. There, one of the greatest things about video games is that the medium lends itself to true creativity by allowing developers to bring to life stories that are not tied to simple public popularity. Now, on that note, Telltale Games will be releasing a Batman game <laughs> <laughs> with its unique trademark interactive episodic game structure that it perfected with series like Fables, A Wolf Among Us, and The Walking Dead. According to Kevin Brune, co-founder and CEO of Telltale Games, quote, this iteration of Batman will give fans a first-hand opportunity to dive deeper into the complex life and mind of Bruce Wayne, the duality of his own identity, and the struggle of responsibility in saving a city overcome with corruption and villainy, end quote. The game will debut as a digital game for unspecified home consoles, as well as PC, Mac, and mobile devices in 2016. I don't get it. I mean, I get it, but it's like, you have so many other characters in your universe to, to do um, this kind of game with. And you just came off of finishing Arkham Knight. And now you're going to do another Batman series? Yeah. Well, this is Telltale. I mean, it's not theirs. But yeah, I mean, it's just, well, it's just, well, I mean, DC doesn't care. They're just like, hey, as long as it's good enough and we're getting money, we can care less. You, you, know? you know who would actually work really well with that? What's that? As a game character? What? The Question. Oh, that would be a lot of fun. Right? Ooh, the and Question. That would be yeah. cool. I mean, it's just there's so much out there. And I'm just like, look, I get that. The world somehow suddenly thinks that Batman's all that. I mean, I, I love Batman, but even I know he's not all that. But uh, it's just, it's, it, eventually what's going to happen is it's just going to oversaturate it to the point because we know what happens in society. Wait, it's all great. Yeah. It's all great until suddenly, oh, I'm so tired of that. Batman's lame. And then what's DC going to do? That's one of their big heroes. Like you oversaturate the market, people are going to turn on you eventually. Wait, right. Wait, did, did, you, did you feel that? that? I think somewhere uh, Big Kev is like going, huh? There's something wrong with the force. Has <laughs> he's hanging out with his girlfriend at some baby shower. Oh, I feel like somebody's talking about Batman. <laughs> Yo, honey, I'll, I'll grab that drink for you. <laughs> oh, it's not like I'm going to worry about him showing up or anything. Oh! <laughs> Yo, that's low even for you, Mike. <laughs> Alrighty. There's sports, there's entertainment, then there's sports entertainment. And less than a week ago, the world lost a big name in sports entertainment. Mm -hmm. Metalark Lemon of the Harlem Globetrotters died on December 27th at his home in Scottsdale, Arizona. Born George Lemon III on April 25th, 1932, he made his first basketball hoop out of an onion sack and coat hanger. Lemon joined the Globetrotters team in 1954 and soon became the team's leading player with his slick ball handling, trick shots, and long-distance hook. He enjoyed decades of the Globetrotters' fame, playing in more than 100 countries, including dirt courts in Africa, Rome before the Pope, uh, before the Pope and even in Cold War Russia for Soviet leader Nikita Khrushchev. Uh, Lemon left the Globetrotters in 1978 over a salary dispute and uh, attempted to branch out with his own teams. He had the Metalark Lemons Bucketeers, the Shooting Stars, and Metalark Lemons Harlem All-Stars. 
Uh, but Lemon returned to the Globetrotters in 1994 to play 50 games at the age of 62. Wow. Yeah, believe it or not. Lemon is survived by his wife, Cynthia, and his 10 children. Oh, my God. They had yeah. no TV. What the yeah, hell? I'm serious. Well, he's uh, he he's probably trying to make his own Globetrotter team. Uh, pretty much. <laughs> uh, he died from undisclosed causes at the age of 83. Wow. Since he was a born-again Christian and an ordained minister, I'm certain he's whistling Sweet Georgia Brown at the pearly gates. Wow. <laughs> God, God rest his soul, man. It's funny. I remember watching Scooby-Doo, and he was one of the ones I remember his name distinctly. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. It was oh, Curly yeah. and Metal Rock Lemon. Those yeah. are the only two I remember. Everybody oh, else was like, oh, and the rest of the globe Globetrotters. <laughs> so, so I got a question. Go ahead. If you make a basketball hoop out of a, a coat hanger and, and what was it, onion, onion sack, sack. Mm-hmm. when you dunk the ball, do you have to close your eyes? Just because, you know, it's like in your eyes. You know? Does it make you cry? <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. Is anyone still awake? That fucking joke made me cry. <laughs> anyone still awake out there? Cry me a river. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, and by the way, you would think somebody was metal because it's a pet peeve of mine and uh, Cap knows it. You would think that he's going to come out with some wackadoo children's names, like, <laughs> which is so common, especially like, you know, like. Kanye's well, children and blah blah blah. Metal blah, Mark blah. Lemon was his legal name. Uh, well, if you were listening, oh. his name is George Lemon the Third. Oh, okay, I wasn't listening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like, oh, 2015, 2016, still not the same. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but no, his kids: Richard, George, Beverly, Donna, Robin, Jonathan, Jameson, Angela, Crystal, and Caleb. And they're all lemons. <laughs> you know, I'm like, there we go. Yeah, but he didn't go like sour. <laughs> oh, right. Sour <laughs> lemon, sweet lemon. Yeah, exactly. Yellow, Yellow lemon, lemon. Iced tea with <laughs> lemon. <laughs> All right. And, uh, that car is a. <laughs> all right. Um, twist up. <laughs> you going all back. <laughs> we get all right. podcast. All righty. On a final note, a musical lineage has come to an end. Natalie Cole, daughter of legendary crooner Nat King Cole, passed away on New Year's Eve of what? 2015. How did you not notice this? I did not know this at all. Jesus Christ. You've actually posted on Facebook. It's all over the place. Wait, Nat King Cole's dead? Yes, and quite a while. Uh, born Natalie Maria Cole on February 6, 1950, she quickly followed in her father's musical footsteps at the age of six and began performing when she was 11. Although Nat King Cole passed away when Natalie was 15 years old, she continued singing and eventually founded a solid career that spanned from the 70s into the double aughts. Wow. Natalie Cole's biggest success was her 1991 album, Unforgettable with Love, which featured a seamless digital duet with her late father. Overcoming her addiction to heroin and crack cocaine, fighting hepatitis C, the stress of dialysis from a kidney failure, and recovery after receiving a kidney, through it all, Natalie remained on stage doing what she felt she was born to do, bringing joy to her fans with her voice. And for this, she was rewarded with nine Grammy wins over the year. Uh, Unfortunately, Natalie lost her battle with illness on December 31st, 2015. Her death is said to have been the result of congestive heart failure. Natalie Cole was 65, and as cliched as it is for her fans, she will always remain unforgettable. Oh, my goodness. I'm really throwing off right now. All right. Did that one get a rim shot? No? Okay, no. No, 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 no. That's not... (laughs) I would think so. Yeah, Yeah, that would be in poor taste. Um, Natalie Cole, oh, my goodness. I remember my father was like... My father, God rest his soul, would be like, well, she's good. I don't know about her being as good as her dad. And I just remember, Natalie had a pretty solid career. I wouldn't say yeah. she was as great as her dad, but she was pretty darn good. No, yeah, I mean, she, they were different. I mean, she finally went, you know, she was more the rhythm and blues, you know, pop style. And then she eventually moved into more jazz and things like that. But right. I, no, I mean, you know, her father was just her father. But, I mean, she just, she was her own person. She didn't make her career her father's. In fact, until she did Unforgettable, she refused to for, for two decades to ever perform any song he did. Well, I give her she props just, she that, just, yeah. yeah, she just wouldn't do it. And then they finally convinced her to do that duet. And, and that's just so well done, that duet. It doesn't even, it doesn't, 
feel like it's her singing next to a record. It just yeah. sounds like he's still there and alive. I, it's funny. I, I, I love that video when, when it came yeah. out. That, what was that? 91. 91. Wow. wow. 91. And the technology was... I wasn't that. born this. So I just saw it last year. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, are you familiar with Natalie Cole, um, Ralph? Listen, the only thing I know That's about, no. about <laughs> Nat King Cole... Was that Dave He's a very old soul. Made fun very of old soul, was he? Yeah. <laughs> so is that... Oh, wait, wait. So you guys could do it, but I can't? <laughs> so is that all the quick news? Yep. So, Ralph, do you have any quick news? Uh, yes. My quick news is that my quick news is non-existent. No, 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 no. no. What about the thing you told me um, off air when we were talking about Robbie Amell? You mean that rash that he has? <laughs> is his rash his name Robbie Amell? Well, he names them different things. It's a good-looking rash. <laughs> it's a very good-looking rash. Right, the other one is Stephen Amell. <laughs> um, Which is the one that, that, well, that one's, well, that one's green. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was going to say, where's the rim shot? Every time I go off for long enough, I'm waiting for the rim shot. Um, okay, so yeah, I read an article saying... Uh, that Robbie Amell, people, a lot of fans were upset that Robbie Amell wasn't Firestone uh, anymore. I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, there was an article saying that he was on set visiting, but that that fans shouldn't be sad that in the future there's a possibility that he will be back. Oh, no one cares, Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> After watching Steven, you're like, oh, Robbie, you're just riding on the coattails, aren't you? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's because like, it was one like, failed show after the next. Yeah. <laughs> Every show he's on, is like, Whoa. I should just stop watching your shows. That way, maybe they won't fail. I can imagine <laughs> that conversation. Oh, my God, I'm on a great show. Yeah, we got renewed. Yeah, so when am I going to be on again? Well, oh, <laughs> well, didn't you get that memo? <laughs> Robbie, sit down. We got to talk. <laughs> Actually, grab that batch of. Firestorm comics right there It'll explain everything No Robbie Don't sit down This won't take long (laughs) (laughs) Hayden looking through the books But I'm not black Yeah Yeah. Exactly (laughs) Which was just so weird though That they They decided to go For what's common In the the books now Which is a You know Black Partial part of Firestorm But I'm like But you introduced Jason Roush Yeah And you didn't use him (laughs) Like why Did you do this You know Yeah I'm, Did you just I'm, not get the actor back? <laughs> I'm thinking they're probably going to do, like, uh, if they do bring Robbie Amell back, mm-hmm. he's going to take uh, Stein out of the equation and just have them fuse together. Well, Stein's going to be over um, on Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. That's, I mean, right. so he's, so I'm assuming Firestorm's going with him, but, yeah, you know, yeah. he's over there, so we'll see what happens with that. Well, I mean, I mean, also, if you ever listen to one, the, in, the interview with, um, nah, frick, one of the writers, not Berlanti, um, anyway, the other Berg. guy. What? Kreisberg? Kreisberg. Andrew Kreisberg, yeah. Um, he was talking about how some of the stuff they do, not on the fly, but some of the stuff they'll come up and, and they'll you know say, oh, well, we, we could try this. So I'm wondering if that's what it was. They introduced Jason, J- Jason Rand? I'm sorry? I don't know. The, the second oh, Firestorm. Right, right. Okay. Jason Rand, yeah. Uh, so, Rush, I think. Something Ra- like Jason Rush, thank you. Um, when they introduced him, I wonder if that was them not intending for him to be in the series. And then I'm talking about later on saying, you know what? We should have the Black Firestone. And then they said, well, I don't know how to make this work. Fuck it. We'll make it another guy. Yeah, but they could have just had like that guy. And that's, I'm like, I doubt he's highly employed. I don't know who he <laughs> is. You know, <laughs> I'm like, why didn't you just bring back that guy and just have him be part of the Firestone Matrix? You know, Because <laughs> um, I'm sure at some point they were just like, you know, Robbie was like, well, why can't I come back? And they were like, let's take a look at our entire cast, Robbie. <laughs> Notice how bright white it is. <laughs> we're just trying to darken it up a bit. <laughs> and then we're going to have him go away. <laughs> and then, oh, here we got a black Wally West, too. 
Yep, there you go. Well, that we have a black iris, so I mean that well, is just kind of going along with it all. <laughs> well, let's 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 not go different strokes with it yet, and let's not go ahead yet. Let's start talking about what we came to talk about. All right, so um, mid-season finale seems like to be the new in vogue thing for TV shows to do now. Where yep. Mike and I was growing up, and Mike, don't try to say you're younger than me, even though everybody else thinks you're younger than me, <laughs> including all our listeners. I'm 26. Yeah, whatever. Times five. Um, so I, back in our day, and I think maybe in Ralph's day. Um, TV shows would go the full 21 episodes straight. And maybe they'd break it up with a rerun here and there. Well, there was always a break over the Christmas time because they know that no one's watching TV. Right. You know? it, it, just wouldn't be, it just wouldn't be like a big finale type feel. It would just be like, and it'll be back in January. Well, <laughs> right. Don't like, forget what happened. <laughs> you, know. you grew up with Mike and Ike? Shush. <laughs> That's what you said. I was hung up on my way. Mike what? and I. Oh. As, when Mike and I were growing up. TV shows would go a straight 21, 23 episodes. There was none of this mid-season break, mid-season finale. But now that seems to be all that um, the TV shows are doing, especially the geek TV shows. So. Oh, yeah. And so then Ike came in later on. Will you stop with the Ike? There's no Ike. There's no fucking Ike. There's no fucking Ike. <laughs> I'm sure Such Mike... language. I, I'm imagining the six-year-olds will not be able to listen to this episode. <laughs> My nine-month-old's doing okay. She, she hasn't flinched at me yet. Oh, but she's falling asleep on the screen. Nice. <laughs> the rest of our audience oh wow oh you give him a rim shot god damn i gotta beg for a rim shot around here I'm get used you to do. it you're married <laughs> i didn't say rim job and that's a whole other story <clears throat> all right so let's go into a couple of the, of the different mid-season finales that occurred at the end of 2015 so um before we go into any one of them let's press the button please Warning. This segment may contain spoilers, so leave Ralph alone. Listen, if you haven't seen the shows yet, then you better get out of that rock that you live in. I mean, I live under a rock, and I still watch these shows. Yeah, some of them ended in November, so it's like, okay, even me, who who works a lot and has a lot of time with the baby and stuff, I was able to catch up on all of them. So you couldn't catch really? up. Really? You watch all of Gotham? Yeah. I, 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 I'm talking about the episodes. He got you there. Sleepy Hollow, how's that going? Yeah, yeah. I saw the episode, too. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. We're talking about mid-season finale. finale. Mid-season finale, that's what I'm talking about. Lame. We're talking about the season. Uh, some of these shows are lame. <laughs> All right, so let's go into our first one. Let's talk about Gotham and with the synopsis for Gotham. is always the one who won't shut up, but he's got some information once in a while. MFG, yeah. Mike the Straight Finance guy. Gotham. All right, it was the rise of the villains and the overacting. <laughs> Theo Gallivan proved that to be a mediocre madman, sometimes you have to give a mediocre performance. Luckily, he had Jerome Valeska to bring the level of mayhem and acting to new heights. Now, as we know, Jerome is actually the joke. What do you mean he's dead? Are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> well, that was the only bright spotlight in this shitstorm. Uh, I guess over there, by a reindeer. Yeah, I guess there's always Barbara Keene to bring in the subpar lunacy. Uh, Bruce is captured by the funky monks who want his blood for some inane this or that. Unfortunately, Bruce lives. Uh, Gallivant <laughs> is betrayed by his psycho sister Tabitha, and Gordon and Penguin show that murder is fun when you do it with a friend. Yep. But that's that. Oh, wait, wait there's more? Mr. Freeze? Ugh, kill me now. Isn't Lee pregnant too? It's a synopsis. I didn't say I was given a blow by blow of every damn episode. (laughs) Um, (laughs) My bad. (laughs) All right, so let's go over it. Gotham, or or at least our recap of the mid season finale. Um, Being that I don't watch Gotham, I've watched at Gotham, I watched it a couple of times, but I haven't watched it consecutively. I think I stopped watching it a couple of episodes after they killed off Jerome, which I was kind of like, whoa, okay. So So watching this, I was able to catch up enough. Um,. How did you guys feel about Silver's interaction with Bruce? It was as lame in the beginning as it was at the end. <laughs> did you think something else was going to happen to Silver? Uh, think or hope? 
there's I not know. one good child actor on that show. Wow. Like, not one. And and she, they were just like, yeah, there was someone better than you, so we're going to take you. Oh, shit. <laughs> we, we don't want to show up all the other stars. <laughs> you, you know, I was, when, uh, when Bruce pulled that whole, like, you know, con game on her, I was like, oh, yeah, Dark Bruce coming out now. <laughs> There's no Dark Bruce. He's Dark a kid. <laughs> He's yeah, 12 years old. I mean, yeah, but was it um, Al- Alfred told him, like, listen, in order to to trick this woman, this little girl, you know, it, it requires a level of deception, deception that he doesn't have. That, yeah. you're not, that you don't have. And he said, you know what? Fuck you, Alfred. I'll show you I can deceive people. He said, fuck you, Alfred? Yeah, yeah I don't did. remember that part. You got to read in between the lines when he's, like, scowling and he's, like, you know, Dude, he's a crossing his arms kid. and stuff. Anything that he's done on this show so far, besides like, besides nearly die, has been <laughs> unbelievable. You know, and and that's the thing too. I'm like, wow, will Bruce live through these maniacs? You mean Bruce that's going to grow up to become Batman? Yes. There's no suspense <laughs> in telling me that something could happen to Bruce Wayne. You know, you didn't tell me it was kind of cool where he was just like stone cold, just like cool. No, facing the fact that's that he, he might crazy. die, dude. That's crazy. This the, the, all they have painted is an absolutely insane Bruce Wayne that's not even enjoyable. Like he, he actually <laughs> makes me like Damian Wayne, and I despise him. You know, I, I didn't find him as annoying in this episode. I mean, you know, the way he was acting, you know, in the face of death, so to speak. I mean, you're right. It's like we know what's gonna happen. But it's it's one of those things where it's like, well, how's he? Almost like old old time cartoons where you knew they weren't going to kill the hero. So you're like, well, how's he going to get out of it this time? That's kind of but see things I didn't care about because the thing is, you know, you he's want him getting, dead. No, I mean, <laughs> he's getting out. It's not clever, and he didn't get out of it. He was rescued, like you know. So it's like he got out of it. No, he did not get not out personally, of it. but he's out of it. Well, then that answered the right? question. He's out of it. Right. He did not get out he of the situation. Out. Yeah, but you know what I mean. I'm saying he knows what I mean. He's making this a longer conversation than necessary. He did not get out of the of the thing, so therefore there was no, 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 no. interest in watching he anything did. going on there. And then Silver Thing just became lame. Like it, it was like like for instance, you want to be with this band of killers, then this guy that already knows you've lied to him that we're going to kill in just a couple of hours, make him love you. That that's a stupid request by any means it doesn't even make sense as a request you know yeah i'm i should be pissing myself wondering i'm about to die not really thinking about you right now (laughs) you know like like it was just the the whole episode just that it just ran foul and then the 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 rescue team yes we have jim gordon once again working with the penguin yeah this this stand-up true guy that does nothing but work with one of the most crazy homicidal gangsters in town and overacting you said what? And overacting. And overacting, of course. <laughs> um, with the with Enigma that he just found out is basically insane, but doesn't seem to care about that. Um, and then what is he? Um, you know, Alfred, whatever. But and let's see, what else did I do? Oh, let me bring a thirteen-year-old girl to a <laughs> bunch of killer monks. <laughs> you know, I was just like, okay, whatever, guys. Don't forget Lucius Fox. <laughs> yeah, he was helpful. <laughs> well, he's, you know, he stayed away. He yeah. told. Uh, he was like, I did my she- job. <laughs> and also, I mean, um, it's just funny, like. Some of the questions he would ask, like, "But why are they here? Why?" It's the kind of questions the audience is asking, like, "Really, they're teaming with him?" Yeah. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah. It was kind of like I don't know if it was the audience's conscience or you know, like, like some something being mirrored. Like, this is what you're really thinking while watching this episode. That's why I felt because Lucius say shit. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Well, that's just the bad. That's the writer. His conscience actually is jumping up and strangling him. Like, <laughs> why the hell are you writing this scene? <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. 
Um, I guess we know how we feel about that. It was like I said. I, the thing is, the show, the season had been kind of fun. It was um, up and down. Like I said, like I said well, they could... went over the top with everything, and I was like, okay, you you picked a side, right? I'll go with you, you know. But is that that? It's just like I said. For me, it just it was a very disappointing mid-season finale because it just there wasn't any excitement left. Um, because oh, because one of the what, what would be one of the most exciting, if you want to use that word, or or the most interesting things would be like, wow. What kind of man is Jim Gordon? Well, we know he's an upstanding man. So when he comes down to, are you going to kill Gallivant? Well, of course he's not going to kill Gallivant. Bang! In the head. <laughs> you just killed that man? <laughs> well, you know what they say, right? You don't spit into the wind. You don't tug on Superman's cape. I, you don't mess around with Jim. I guess. <laughs> who's who's it's an name that says that? It's an old lyric. Yeah. Is it? It's lyrics from an old song. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow, well, one that, right, that the cat doesn't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you won that round for sure. <laughs> you won that round for sure. I'm like, what? I guess. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was just one of those things. I'm like, so Jim Gordon has committed, like, I mean, homicide. We're not talking. It wasn't even self-defense. The guy is is chained down. Beaten, hand, yeah, beaten down. Beaten. And I think he was handcuffed. Yeah, he was handcuffed. Uh, yeah. He's beaten, handcuffed, and shot in the head. I, I, the only thing I actually loved was that when they found the, when we saw the body at the end and the penguin had jammed a, a, the an umbrella. umbrella down his throat I thought that was actually really funny um, <laughs> but I'm just like so where are we with this show exactly you know uh, there's a couple of things that cancelled like, by next season in <laughs> <laughs> Mike's announcement next next January that's what it's gonna be <laughs> cancelled Gotham surprised <laughs> you mean by January you mean in two weeks <laughs> wow, man. That ain't happening. DC's nah. putting a lot into that. Oh, yeah. They're just funding it. <laughs> yeah. They're just funding it. That's all they're or, doing. Or you're going to hear, uh, in later news, Gotham has now acquired a new writer and director. <laughs> <laughs> and cast. And cast. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, I think, like, you know, um, one of the things in the show is uh, when, when the Penguin is even just like, yeah, Jim, you got a pregnant girl. You should kind of leave I mean when an insane homicidal gangster agrees with your pregnant girlfriend it's time to leave and take care of your family you should re-examine your life choices by this point when you decide to stay <laughs> how do you guys feel about the fact that she that she mentioned that she's pregnant and that it could be possible that it could be be what a, a kid they're gonna name Barbara after I, his I, crazy fiance I, I which stopped. we talked about before I stopped. Yeah. Oh, I we stopped. talked about this before yeah, yeah. but it, it just feels like it's almost like you know when we watch um, comic book TV shows and we know that, okay, this isn't happening. Right? That's not supposed to happen. I think now it's been affirmed. Like, yeah, this is not our universe. All right. yeah. Here's, yeah. here's my prediction. Uh-oh. He's yeah. touching his head. Oh, boy. You, re- you ready for this? All Go right. ahead. Here's what's going to happen. Somehow, Barbara is going to be, quote, unquote, rehabilitated, right? Mm-hmm. She's going to come. Uh, Lee is somehow going to end up in danger and end up being saved by Barbara. And okay. then and then uh, Lee is so grateful. She's like, you know what? I'm going to name my first child after you for saving my life. Yeah. And then you, I wake you up. You have me on some of that. <laughs> <laughs> then I, I wake up and I'm like, what the hell did I, what did I just do? <laughs> well, I mean, since, I've, since, since I haven't watched Gotham all that much, what was the significance of the dream with um, Gordon and, um, and Barbara on the, on the edge of the, of, the, of the building and then the butterfly came out of her mouth? What do you think the significance was? Or unless was, was it like a flashback to something earlier? In well, I mean, season? I would imagine that if you're on the edge of a building, that's near death. And Butterfly going out of her mouth is her innocence leaving her. I mean, that's what I would take it as. And that's why I assume that they were referring to that her innocence is left. You know, her beauty, her inner beauty, literally. Let her die. Um, well, he tried. And how she broke her fall with branches and trees. I'm so <laughs> angry about that one. But um, it's, well, I've said this to several people over time. I'm like, you know, 
if they try and stick with it, then they're going to have to do some kind of weird redemption Barbara story, which is even stupider. Because the thing is, it's because otherwise there's no reason that he would name his daughter Barbara. There's, right. there's no good reason. Lee certainly isn't going to be like, sure, let's name our kid after your ex-fiance that tried to murder me more than once, <laughs> you know. And otherwise, it's like, you know, like you're not going to like just find a kid and be like, and I'm going to name you Barbara. <laughs> you know? There's nothing more a woman wants to be reminded of than your attempted murderer. Yeah. Well, attempted murderer <laughs> and your old fiance. And your old fiance. Yeah. You know, so I don't know what's going on with that nonsense. But now what do we think about the brief Mr. Freeze? It, I mean, it's, I don't know. It felt like it, it, it looked cool. Did it feel like desperation? It did feel like desperation. Cause <laughs> it, was like, it, it, it was cool, but it felt like it didn't fit this show. Yeah. It didn't fit the so you show. Think the you say you're saying the introduction of Mr. Freeze was cool? No. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Ralph. Whoops. Wow. That wasn't even close. Oh. <laughs> Ralph's first fuck up 20 minutes in. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you too. Fuck you. Fuck you too. Fuck you. Oh, because you're pressing the same button. You think you're cool now. <laughs> <laughs> He'll miss it. If fuck you was on four different buttons, he'd probably miss them three times. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck you. All right. Anyway. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, I do. Do I? I sense some desperation. With Gotham introducing Freeze the way, especially that he's already missed the Freeze. Right. Now, yeah. Exactly. That's the, the big doctor, thing. Like, yeah. yeah. We're not even coming into like an origin story. I'm like, so I'm like, all right, guys. And so, so another forty to fifty year old character that Bruce Wayne will be fighting once he becomes Batman. Way to go! <laughs> it, he did look cool though. I saw his. Oh, look, he looked really cool. And, I was like, all right. And then I was wondering how they were going to show him shoot the guy at the end. And, of course, they show the, the first-person perspective of Mr. Freeze closing in on him. And then the, the shot and then turning in the eyes. I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. Yeah. No, was, the introduction was actually fun. I mean, as much as I make fun of it, it was, a, it was a cool introduction. But it's just one of those where you're like, all right, guys, let's just see how long we last. <laughs> Rise of the villains. I mean, that's what they're saying. Yeah. So um, my, my question. Go ahead. Isn't this out of, like, continuity? Because isn't Freeze around... Oh, like, Batman is actually responsible for him becoming Mr. Freeze. Exactly, yeah. Oh, right? it's all out of continuity, you know. So is this like a, a, a Mr. Freeze Senior or something? Oh, who knows? Or Mr. Freeze Senior. Well, they Frosty? did. Well, they did that with the Scarecrow. He's, oh my God! Are they doing like the Batman kids? Is that Mr. Frosty? Oh. <laughs> Mr. Frosty. This is my dad, Mr. Frosty. <laughs> I think he's coming. <laughs> Why am I suddenly hungry? Someone give me a quarter. <laughs> for those who, who the, for those who are not from America or are not from the East Coast, if you don't know Mr. Softy, look it up. Just wanted to put that out there. I think about our our listeners who are like, well, who the fuck is Mr. Softy? Yeah, Mr. Exactly. Softy is the porn name that the Cap used back when he was uh, doing those kind of videos. Well, the porn Mr. name Softy. is Softy. <laughs> they just call him Mr. Spongy now. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, touche, Mike. I'll get you later, Ryan. I was just too happy with that joke. I was like, oh, that's pretty funny. <laughs> so let me ask you the question before we move on. Where does this show? Where did this show go from here? What left do you think that they have to do, or that they could do, to kind of turn the ship around? Um, take it off the air and pretend it never happened. No, uh, no. I mean, it, it, it's just it's just writing. I mean, they. I, if they just went back to their original, original premise, just give me a gangsters in Gotham predating Batman, Jim Gordon coming into town to try and, you know, get this place going right. I would be so happy. I mean, and still, it could still be over the top. I mean, again, because I enjoyed, as I've said a million times on, the, on this you know, the podcast, I enjoyed the gangsters. And as, as over the top as some of them were, I enjoyed the gangsters from the first season. Yeah. They, that, that was the entertaining part. This whole, like pseudo supervillain type character of the week was boring actually is, is it because you're straight out of god though motherfucker named two-face no 
No. That's the second time you tried to joke. And the second time it's failed. They didn't hear it the first time. Well, yeah, because you went over my, me saying MFG and you saying straight out of Gotham. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let me, let me, what do you think about, what about for you, Ralph? Where did the show go from here? What can turn the show around? Hmm. Honestly, if they hire me as a writer. Oof. Okay. Out of the impossible. Let's go to possible. <laughs> Out of the impossible. I think what Mike said is true. Like, if they stick to just, like, you know, like a regular, like a crime kind of thing with the gangsters, you know, uh, one family against another or, like, a rise of a new player trying to bring down the Penguin and then, like, it seems like the Penguin is failing and then he just pulls some 180 thing out of nowhere and just, you know, kills it. That'd be great. That would be awesome. I wish, and this is just maybe me, um, that the same thing you guys are talking about, the whole gangster, you know, the gangs fighting against each other. But what if each gangster had a superpower arm, uh, you know, like, uh, like... Well, I was about to say, not superpower, as in, like, you know, like, but, I mean, just, like, just like, for instance, like, Zach's, you know, I mean, just, like, just crazy people. Like, in other words, people that you... Homicide, like, when they introduced, which they did a horrible job of doing, but when they introduced um, the Flamingo, which was from uh, Grant Morrison's run of uh, Batman and Robin. Right. Um, you know, I mean, just, like, these over-the-top criminals. Yeah. That I'm fine with. You know, they don't have to have a super ability. I mean, they could have gadgets. Or, and I'm good with that. Or, yeah, but I'm th- or they I'm could th- have, like, you know, like a very unique skill where, like, one's, like, a really great shot or something. Right, yeah. or, but also, in, what I'm trying to say is also in a world where you've already introduced this. Like, right now, you we can't swipe the board clean. You could go back to the gangster stuff, but you still have these people you've still introduced. You right, still- but, but none of them have superpowers, though. I guess, yeah. Right, I mean, they're all, that's what I'm saying. They all use objects, and I think they should work for the mobsters. Yeah. Um. That, but that's what's making me scared, though. With what's coming up is Doc, uh, is Hugo Strange, right? Because he seems to be breeding superhumans. Yeah. Because these people are are dead. Yep. And yet somehow he has need for them. And I'm like, dude, this is just not coming to anything good. And you saw you a fish, a, a, like a fish Mooney person in one of the incubators. Um, I didn't know. I kept looking the, around at the I, end. Um, I want to say the second body from the left. And you you don't see the front of the head, you see the back of the head, you see the red hair inside of the incubator. I was like, oh, you can see an African American woman. Red hair? Yeah, there's a girl inside. No, no, I mean, fish had red hair at some point. Fish had red hair. Yeah, fish Mooney. Yeah, fish Mooney had red hair. Oh, I mean, at the end. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I thought she just had black mohawk. I thought at the end. I thought. Okay, well, I don't remember uh, having red hair, but I mean, nonetheless, they still could have done something. Either way, I was like, okay, either that's an homage to fish, or maybe trying to say, you know, something with fish. But either way. I I was thinking that too. I was like, oh, they're gonna go with Hugo Strange trying to resurrect these. Um, yeah, and that's gonna introduce these. You know, because then they'll probably end up with a Clayface or something like that. Which, I mean, now a Clayface in in a drama like this wouldn't be bad. I mean, except for the fact that he's just so fantastical. But like, if he was only just able to mimic faces, that would be kind of cool because that would just add the air of uh, of confusion or something like that. Yeah. You know, but it, if for me that would feel like very chameleon. From Spider-Man or Zartan right. from G.I. Joe, where yeah. he's able to, you know. But you have to remember, the Clayface we have is the second or third one. That's the that's the Clayface that does all that. The original Clayface was literally just an actor right. that mm-hmm. was a, a master of disguise. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's, I would say that would be, like, the best way they can go if they want yeah. to introduce, like, a Clayface kind right. of person. Where he just has, like, you, if, even if you want to make it, like, a little bit, like, uh, fantastical, right. you'd be like, he has some sort of special putty that he can mold real quick into the mm-hmm. face of the person. Right, or something like that. Yeah, no, just something that, you know, it can make it interesting. It doesn't have to be all completely normal-based, but I just think if they just, they stop trying to push the future comic and just worry right. about their own time period, I think that would, that was what would work. All right, all right. Um, should we give a mid-season grade, or are we ready for a mid-season grade, or? 
grade. Sure. sure. Like, 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 like school grades. I give Gotham right now. What's your midterm grade? It, it's midterm grade is a C plus. It wasn't, you know, it didn't fail. Didn't fail, but it's barely passing. Okay. Barely passing. Yeah. All right. Mike? Yeah, I'd give it a C plus. That's about all they get. I guess for me, a I give it a C minus because for me, I felt like it was going in the right direction. And then after they killed Jerome and obviously looking at and hearing from all the other stuff that's happened, hasn't done anything to write the ship. So, right. you know, they still they still have an opportunity, but they're running out of time. Well, I assumed you gave it a C minus because you've seen less of it. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, see minus of this show. <laughs> I want to see more minus of it. All right. Moving on to our next show is Sleepy Hollow. And with another synopsis is MFG Mike the Finance Guy. No, straight out of Compton. Or they're not in Compton. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Straight out of Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, that doesn't even work. Straight out of New York. That's even lamer. <laughs> Upstate Stop. New York. And you keep trying. Oh, my God. I can't wait for us to go out to a club and you try to talk to, talk to somebody. Hey, how's it going? Hey, people get knifed in clubs for a reason. Oh. <laughs> Go ahead, Mike. All right. Crane and Abby have had a tough run dealing with Pandora and her box of evil. The FBI has a bigger interest in Abby than just her investigative skills. Jenny won't let Joe release the beast, even if it's to save the day. Jenny also absorbed the energy used to feed a god. Pandora reveals that she has had jungle fever long before it was even a thing. Abby walked into a tree to die. Oh, and Crane went on a date. So who says life in small town is boring and quiet? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, Sleepy Hollow. Uh, now, this one I'm way behind. This one I've been way behind. I'm about a season. Wait, what? Shut up. You're behind? Shut up. You you just got up with Walking Dead, please. And you were six seasons behind. So I was only four episodes behind. I knocked that shit out last night. Um, and, and how about six months ago? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Anyway, so, um, and it's interesting because we always talk. I've always heard you guys talk about with the new cast, and we're getting rid of um, all the other villains that they were going a different direction um, mm-hmm. with the Pandora's box and and, and this evil. What's the name of the actor? Because that actor's from um, the one who's playing the one that um, Pandora resurrected. The hidden one? Yeah, the hidden one. Right. I don't know because um, he's from um, Three Hundred. He's the one that gets kicked into the pit. The messenger. The messenger. Yes. It's funny. This he, is Sparta. That's all he's remembered for, really. I mean, for me, I don't remember him from anything else. I've seen him around. He's been around. He's one of those character actors that just gets around, but right. I don't know who he is. So, so when he goes into his new movie, does he have to wear protection? Wow. 2016 is just like Ralph horrific. Come I, on. That was a good one. I guess 2016 is lame. <laughs> <laughs> it's a four-letter word. <laughs> All right, so how do we feel about um, the way the way they've wrapped up the midseason finale? It's a good cliffhanger. The cliffhanger is actually really good. Um, the the it, it's it's still something about this season reminds you how it started uh, the first season, which is the overall idea of the episode is good. You get this like really like wow, this is a really cool villainous thing. It's it's wow, how are they going to get out of this? Oh, they got out of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that, that's how the, the thing always goes. You're just like, this is really a complicated way to get. Oh, they just did that. That's okay. That's it. <laughs> you know, um, and it's a lot of this. And I thought that the overall part of the season finale felt like that. It just kind of felt like it was just leading up to the possible loss of Abby. And they were like, "How are we going to get there? I don't know. Wing it." <laughs> you know like like well he's got the power of a god so bullets and stuff don't bother him but a grenade somehow disturbs him i don't know why oh, <laughs> so know? that's where i spent my summer <laughs> you know <laughs> i was writing for sleepy hollow oh, is that what it was that's where i was <laughs> i no, couldn't remember no because it ended well that couldn't have been you 
Fuck you. Well, damn, I thought I was going to get a rim shot for that one. <laughs> um, but, um, but I thought that uh, with Pandora, it, I felt that the resurrection of her, her lover, her husband, it just felt a little bit like... Wah, wah, wah. Did, did you? Yeah, it just... Only because, like I said, also because they're just like, you know, he's actually a, a living, breathing god. And I'm like, okay, that's kind of risky for your third season. You know, like, I'm like... Taking on a god. Yeah, like, where are you kind of going with this? <laughs> and and then her, like, all the stuff that she did, it just seemed like, oh, this is what this is leading to? Yeah, and, and then it's like, they were... When they're trying to go in to rescue um, Abby's sister. Jenny. Jenny. Yes. I knew her name. Last name Mills. I knew her name. Sure. Um, did you know her name? Please. Did you send her chocolates for her birthday? You about no, and she's still pissed about that. You about to call her the other black girl on the show. No, she, she's pissed because I sent her a stripper gram and it was the wrong gender. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. That dead air was me groaning. Go ahead. <laughs> so... Um, when they went in to rescue her, like they're firing bullets galore. Right? Yeah. And what I still don't get is why is Crane still using old, you know, flintlock pistols? Yeah. One shot. Let me reload. I'm like, really? Still? No. no. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> hasn't proven helpful. <laughs> I can understand. Sure, you ha- you got a crossbow, you know, that kills certain creatures. Right. But I mean, a flintlock pistol. Come on. Yeah. This Abby's using a machine gun. Just tell her to give you one. Oh yeah. They they needed to bring in. Um. Oh, she. They need to. What was her name? Was it Lopez? Was that the woman from Aliens? Oh, that's what said that huge ass gun. Yes, I'm like that's what you need to bring in. But um, aliens. I damn, I don't remember watching. Yeah, I can't. I don't think Lopez is her name, but I can't remember her name. But anyhow, um, yeah, it was one of those weird things. I thought the exact same thing when he was like, "Bang, one shot," and I'm like, "Really, Crane? You you brought that to the fight?" It's like you would think it's like okay, modern bullets fire faster than the speed of sound, right? Flintlock pistols do not fire that fast. No, you can actually dodge a bullet from a yeah. flintlock pistol. Yeah, if you're just a decent amount of space away, it's it's you know it moves really slow comparatively. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I kept thinking, I'm like, what's your next line of defense? A pair of white gloves to slap across their face? <laughs> I challenge a- you to a duel. <laughs> of course, you know this means war. <laughs> but I mean, I still enjoy the characters though. Like you know, I still love the characters. I I really love Crane and Abby. Mm-hmm. Um. And I, I'm not feeling Betsy Ross, by the way. I wasn't feeling her in the beginning, and it hasn't helped. Like I, I know that they're trying to bring back some other woman since his wife's gone, but it's, but it's also really funny that like I know. I mean, I can imagine you know my wife eventually turned evil. I'm trying to think about it, but it's just like, it's it's kind of hard to fi- figure out in their history then when he was in love with Betsy Ross because he yeah. made it sound like before like like Katrina was it, and then it's like oh evidently there was someone was, else. You kind of like before he met Katrina, yeah. <laughs> There was a couple of things that happened before it. Yeah, you know, <laughs> her name was Betsy Ross. You know, like when you think about like them trying to like introduce them, the fact that he said he he went on on a date with um the, whatever her name is. Yeah, so it's like, could you imagine like him creating like an eHarmony profile or something? It's like a <laughs> uh, single man from uh, was it, like the seventeen hundreds looking for a nice woman to just you know come home and clean for me and you know not be an evil witch and try to kill me and whatnot. <laughs> well, that, Anyone, any girl who's just not trying to kill me would probably be nice. Not being an evil witch is going to just get him right off of no sight. He's not going to get any hits. <laughs> what are you trying to say about me? No, no, I didn't say anything about you yet. <laughs> I will kill you and put a curse on you. I mean, uh, um, uh. <laughs> um, let me ask you real quick because, like I said, because I haven't watched it and I, I just kind of watched the mid-season finale, Wendigo. What's this about Wendigo? 
Oh, um, it turned out that when we were first introduced to Joe, which is uh, yeah, the Joe. sheriff's son. Right. Um, Former he, sheriff's son. Yeah. Yeah. The late sheriff. Um, <laughs> the headless sheriff. <laughs> exactly. Uh, his son had been over like Iraq or whatever, just fighting there and had come, been cursed, basically become a Wendigo. And that's it. And then they figured out how to get rid of it. Yeah, and it turned out, wasn't it like the curse was by um, uh, his son, um, this guy's son? I think so. Or right. at least, yeah. Or at least he helped perpetuated or something along that line but yeah. So, but yeah i mean it was just one of the it was one of those things that you're like you're like oh my god he's gonna be cursed with the wind to go how will they ever get out of that oh they already figured it out <laughs> yeah, but then what happened was when uh when jenny got kidnapped he wanted to sort of like somehow get the power back yeah uh, kind of, yeah, yeah. said in the episode yeah yeah i want so. that i want that uncontrollable power where i'll kill anything that i'm near yeah that'll be handy yeah, but, that's bruce, but that's bruce banner that's the same thing you no know. the hulk doesn't kill <laughs> this is literally a wild beast that will kill anything. So I'm like, so now it's just you and Jenny in the room. What do you think you're going to do? <laughs> you know? He's going to lick her face and then eat her head <laughs> and then rip her heart out and eat that too. Wow. That's, that, see, that's how like interesting television. Yeah. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Windows do. They eat um, hearts. Yeah. Do you guys, um, do you guys miss the original, the, the original cast and the original um, set, the original set of characters? Because this is a whole brand new set of characters. Set like we said, you know, now Abby's an FBI agent and all this stuff going well, on. Well, now she resigned, of course. Oh yeah, she gave um, up her gun, right? Yeah. Oh, by the way, what is her relationship to her boss? Because they, they know, used to go out. They, oh, they, used they, to go they out. went to the academy together, and yeah. they used to go out. Okay, I got that vibe. Because yeah. <laughs> if you remember, in the beginning of Sleepy Hollow, she was at the academy for a while, and then she decided to come back to Sleepy Hollow. Right. Like she finished. She finished FBI training, right, and then. Yeah, but she was still because she was still serving as his yeah. deputy, so yeah. she didn't officially. She just did the training, yeah. and now she was just waiting to hear back to be assigned. She heard back, and then you know he died, and she didn't go. Yeah. Um, but uh, you were asking about do I miss? I in a way I don't. I mean, I loved the original cast, and I thought I was really going to miss them, but I don't really. I mean, I, I think parts of what they did when they tried to revamp it work, and you don't notice that the other people are gone. You know. Um, I do find it weird that there is an FBI branch in Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, I thought, I thought that was kind of weird too. I'm like, wait, so, so, so they've got a whole headquarters over there? Yeah, in, I'm like, really? In upstate New York? <laughs> Fuck out of here. Yeah, it's, it's always been there. Don't you remember? Yeah. Oh, but, but the one thing that it would do is that people would never find it because nobody would think would, that the FBI would put a fucking base there. Yeah, exactly. You know. <laughs> no, put it there in Sleepy Hollow? Nah, no, no. It's a satellite us. branch. You know, it's, they just have them there in case some shit pops off. Yeah, that didn't look like a satellite branch to me. That looked like the whole shebang. Yeah, it did. Because it was like this big building. I'm like, really? Well, they, they, they only have floors 1 through 25. Wow, that's, that's kind of many. There was only 26 floors in there. <laughs> <laughs> the basement. It was only 27 to 42. They just couldn't do, you know. But, let's yeah, keep right. it cool. But also, I also love, like, you know, they're just like, all right, Abby, you know, you're with the FBI. I got something to do. All right, Abby, we'll see you back from whatever you had to do. And I'm like, really? It works like that with the FBI? When it's Sleepy Hollow, there's not that much crime. So Evidently, like, except for where she is. <laughs> they're like, you know what, agents? If you find something to do, by all means, go ahead. Just well, let me know what Well, by doing. this point, he should just be like, all right, agents, everyone follow Abby. Because <laughs> she just seems to find the shit that goes down in that town. You know? I don't know what's happening around here, but she finds it. Follow Abby, stay behind her. When she fucks it up, we'll follow her. <laughs> Sir, with that ass, there's nothing but behind her. Oh, there we go. Okay, I'll accept that one. That ass, though. That ass. Will you stop? Will you stop? Shout out to Mike D. I hate that saying. <laughs> it's one of those annoying. I, I hate every saying that begins with dat, which yeah. is like the thing now. And I'm like, oh, really? Really? We're, we're really improving the English language because all of us can say it and we can think it's funny. Everyone else that's younger and saying it, they think that's actually how it's said. <laughs> that's right, Mike. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so now what also do we think? Do we think anything's going to come up with the father? 
Because he's now been oh. mentioned repeatedly of the Mills' father. So I'm wondering if he knows something about the witnesses. I'm, I'm wondering. I'm wondering, like I said, from what I've gathered, I'm like. Oh, but it was it was her mother's side, not him. So. Yeah, but I mean, the fact that they're even bringing him back and suddenly Abby's now gone missing as far as we're concerned. I wonder then if Jenny's going to end up visiting her father and there's going to be like, oh, I know something. Here's another sister. <laughs> <laughs> Here's What's her one last more name? Witness. West. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I earned that one. <laughs> Wilhelmina. Fuck you. Fuck you. Wilhelmina West. Wilhelmina West. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it seems like that they're, they're, they're conveniently introducing him and, and talking about that stuff. They're probably I, they're definitely gonna. Um, yeah, you know, it's gonna. He said he knew something. Oh something, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Ralph? Hmm. I think I don't know. They might he or he might like have something of their mothers. Right, you know that would seem more likely where he'd be like, "Okay, that makes sense." He's like, "Oh, your your mother told me, you know, if uh, anything ever happened to your sister or you, you know, you might want to have this." And he gives him like a pendant or right. something, or like a book or something. Something like, like complete if something, if something ever happened to your sister, wait, how did she die? Walked into a tree. Good, because that's exactly the circumstance <laughs> she said. That's what your mom it was said. cryptic at the time, <laughs> but now it all makes sense. I never really understood what she went into the underworld, and I don't know. I don't know what's going on. How that happened? I mean, understand? You know, she dead. She probably go to the underworld, right. but voluntarily, she's still alive in the underworld. Okay, here's what you need. All right, mid-season grade four, Sleepy Hollow. I'm gonna give it incomplete because I haven't watched it all. But um, Ralph, I will give it an A minus. A minus. Wow, that's a pretty strong grade. A minus, and I'll give that cliffhanger an A plus. Oh, really? Yeah, because that's a really that left me like, oh no, oh no, what the fuck just happened? What just happened? Is she alive? I have no idea. I was like that dog waiting for his, his parents to come home. I can hear you. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Are they here? Are they here? Car. What the hell just happened? Car. Sorry. <laughs> Squirrel. Dogs. I don't even gone for five minutes or five years. I can't tell the difference. I can't tell time. <laughs> I can't see color. <laughs> Mike. But yeah. Um, I give it a B plus. Um, but I definitely, uh, if I was to rate the the actual cliffhanger of the finale, I would give that. I would give it a solid A. I wouldn't go with A plus for me, but a solid A. Okay, wow, that's good. That's good. So it sounds like the Sleepy Hollow's steering in the right direction. All right. And last but not least for the first half, let's go into the AMC Super Series, The Walking Dead. I can't wait for Ralph to talk about it. Ralph, Ralph, stop, oh, stop. Oh, 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 I Do we... you want to give the synopsis? Huh? Do you want to give the synopsis? Yeah, sure. No, don't. <laughs> I already know you have enough hate and venom for this one, so <laughs> with a synopsis is MFG, Mike the Finance Guy. Yay, back to me. <laughs> My name is Rick Grimes. I was waiting yeah, for that. Rick Grimes. <laughs> and I would like to take this moment to talk about erectile dysfunction, also known as ED. <laughs> now I'm just joshing, y'all. It's the zombie apocalypse, and with the lack of hygiene products, every office smells like an outhouse in mid-July. <laughs> And nobody wants to get their Twinkie stinky. <laughs> Plus that YouTube video of two walkers, one cup left every man flaccid. <laughs> but I digress. We've been living in Alexandra now and things have been going smooth ever since I savagely murdered a man in front of the whole town. Now in hindsight, maybe I shouldn't have French kissed his corpse for so many minutes, but I was making a point. Of course, I forget what that point was now, but at least nobody questions my authority. And I may add that I'm a very lonely man. Morgan showed up and I and wanted to know if and we were still friends. And I looked around at Carol and Daryl and Carl and Michonne. And I said to him, Morgan, you'll always be my nigga. 
<laughs> I woke up on the floor an hour later with a bad pound into my head. Seems Michonne accidentally beat me upside the head with a boot. I guess even in the zombie apocalypse where stabbing and shooting, burning and even eating people has become commonplace, some words are still not allowed to be said. <laughs> Turns out sheep herding the undead is not an easy thing to do. I think I lost my best Asian during the first run. Glenn's a smart man, but I think he may be dead. Or, or maybe he isn't. It's, it's not like the whole world's going to sit around arguing the point for a month. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't seen much of Daryl lately. And that's a shame with the town being attacked by the human wolves and now overrun by walkers. And I could really use his big, strong, manly hands and bare, muscly <laughs> arms and those jeans that just cup each ass cheek so lovingly and uh, I did mention that I'm a very lonely man. <laughs> but my name is Rick Grimes, and right now I'm trapped in a house filled with walkers along with Cocktease Jessie, her two boys that I've nicknamed Psycho and Bitch, <laughs> Virgin Carl, my bastard baby, Reverend Pussy Pants, and the badass black chick in a bad wig. We're covered in walker blood and guts and making our way outside. We should be fine as long as everybody keeps quiet <laughs> well done mike all right so um usually i would open up with so what did you guys think of the mid-season finale but i want to open up with ralph because ralph came to the house with a lot of walker uh, walking dead hate ralph hater. would you like Such to like hater. elaborate on what you were talking about hater i think i caught mike's fever of wanting people dead on that show because <laughs> it's like all right He's got the people for a flavor of a dead person. <laughs> what is oh. it? Uh, Sam, is that the name of the little boy, right? Sam, yes. Sam? Sam, he, annoying Sam. He better die. Oh, I, 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 I would just shoot him out of principle. <laughs> His brother got to die. Right. Well, actually, that's the question. Who does, because that was my first question I had here. Who does everyone hate more, Enid or Ron? Enid oh, Ron. is, I, I, I can't tell. <laughs> I mean, Ron is it's, just really annoying, but Enid, close, I'm like, close, close I'm like, she's really annoying. Yeah but, yeah, but at least with Enid, you're like, I have a feeling she's working with the wolves. So I'm like, all right, what's her motivation? All right, fine. She's annoying, but you know, she's. No, I, I doubt that them. she's working with the I don't wolves. think she's working with them. I bet she's been with them. Either that or actually, she may have been with um, Negan's people, I bet you. That's possible, yeah. I bet you, you know. Anyhow, so, but yeah, I can't stand Ron either. Like, he's just one of those. I'm like, but Carl's just like, yeah, I'm going to kill you the next time. <laughs> <laughs> There's no question about it. Carl, you saw his balls drop there, right? Yeah, okay. Carl was just like, he was just, I love when Ron's like, your father's a killer. That's all he is. And Ron's like, I mean, Carl's like, so is your yeah, dad. I love that. <laughs> I was like, oh, and he voice shut up. It was like, yeah, I forgot about that, didn't you? <laughs> He's like, yeah, and your dad's an asshole. <laughs> yeah. But like, he should be like, and your dad's a killer too. But mine killed yours. <laughs> <laughs> but my dad was better at it. <laughs> I, I mean, um, I it was funny because... I thought that the 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 mid season finale was going to be kind of lame once because you know it opens with the tower falling down, breaking mm-hmm. down the barrier, and all the zombies are coming in. Um, I was afraid that it was going to be kind of lame, and the last five minutes was going to be good. Right. No. I felt like the whole episode from top to bottom was really really yeah. good. I, I enjoy. I've enjoyed this season. I mean, again, not every episode is gold, but all in all, I love this season. I you think mean it's you, been you, a lot you mean you mean you champion for the um, the Morgan backstory. Uh, no, I did not champion for that. <laughs> I mean, the thing is... See, Mike's listening to me. I was waiting for him to say yes. <laughs> no, it's, it's really funny. Like when, when you watch it, you're like, on a director level, a storytelling level, that episode was fine. As far as backstory, didn't give a damn. <laughs> like, I did not give a damn. Like, because like, Morgan's character is just annoying. I mean, and, and 
you know, maybe it's because I'm more pro Rick, you know, but still, I just find him very annoying right now. Like, and I've said this a million times, even on the podcast, let alone not and off the podcast, is that I get that he's like the opposite of Rick and we're supposed to then draw like, wow, where are things going? And we know that Rick has gone a little bit too far and that like, this will probably help um, bring him back to a little bit more middle ground again. But it's just that the way they're writing Morgan's character, I, I don't like it. You know, I just think that they're they're going so one way like you can't kill anybody even these people that have gone around killing and murdering you i'm like well then what do you plan on doing with them right <laughs> you know like he's re- rehabilitating them yeah into, into uh, killers yeah <laughs> <laughs> but how did you like the the morgan versus carol fight man oh man you know vegas had money going down vegas was like oh who's going to take this one down you know carol was actually pissing me off it's like are you serious there are zombies covering the whole area you can't fucking leave that shit till later <laughs> <I know. laughs> he said listen there's more important shit happening right now. Leave that shit till later. Well, the interesting part about that, and I mean, I agree. Like, but when um, but if you watch it, that you, I think what they were trying to do, and I don't think they did a perfect job, which I think is why you still get that like she could have left it alone thing. Is remember when? Oh, by the way, I found out what Carol and I have in common, which is we are the worst babysitters ever. <laughs> <laughs> when she's talking to Sam and he's upstairs, she, you know, she's basically like, "Bitch, get your ass down here, you yeah. fucking voice, pussy." Um, <laughs> But when he says, you know, like, well, you know, what makes them monsters? And she was just like, well, it's uh, how she put it. She's um, oh, the only thing that keeps you from becoming a monster killing. is killing. Yep. And then even she stops and pauses and reflects on that. She realizes that's what she's been doing so much of. Right. And so that even when she then goes down for that guy at the end, you see it flash in her eyes that I'm becoming a monster. Mm-hmm. You know, like, but, but I don't know if to make her stop. But I think it's almost like she was just like, you know, I'm becoming a monster. Maybe that's what I am. Yeah, you know, maybe that's where like her come, mind like was. Like coming to know? terms, kind of. Yeah, thing. but I think at the same time, like maybe being knocked out and, and having the fight knocked out of her might make her then like rethink. Because I think she was kind of rethinking. Like, yeah, I'm I'm going really kind of crazy right now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, th- I mean, this, this episode had a lot of different things. Obviously, you had the fight with Morgan and Carol. Um, Deanna gets bit. I love her reaction when she finds out. <laughs> right when they go to commercial break. <laughs> you know, they, they show, you know, Michonne's kind of looking at her. You see um, Deanna's face. The pa- the camera pans down to where she's been bitten on her right. side. She goes, ah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like she burnt some cookies. Like, fuck. But I, I love, love that. But I love that bite. Like, she acted like, oh, I could barely tell I was bitten. Like, that bite looked like like, like a hippopotamus had, like, grabbed on her side. I'm like, Jesus, what did that thing have? Like, false teeth? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was one of the things I was like. Okay, that, 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 that's pretty cool. I I, th- I didn't think Deanna was going to... I thought she was going to last to the end of the season. I thought she oh. was going to possibly turn, but I guess I was wrong. Well, she still ended up turning. Yeah. Well, well, because well, because we don't know what she's doing with all those bullets. I'm sorry, let me, let me rephrase. Turning and being... And, oh, against Rick? Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, not, not turning into a zombie, though. You mean in her infinity shooter? Because she shot more than six shots from there. I'm no, like, she no shot, at the very end, she shot six times. At the at the at the end, when she opens that door, she does shoot six times. And I'm wondering, like, is that just a six shooter or is it eight shooter? Because I'm like, why didn't you save one for yourself? <laughs> you know, she just wanted to scream at the walkers. Well, she wanted to prove that she actually was a good shot because she was shooting horribly. I'm like, why are you shooting him in the stomach? Why are you shooting him in the stomach? Why did you shoot him in the side of the head? That's true. <laughs> you know, my struggle with Deanna throughout the whole fucking time she had a gun. But didn't she, I mean that? I mean, you know, I know that they were going with the no makeup look, but she looked like a transgender, a transgendered boy from the mask. <laughs> I was like, oh. "What is up with that face of yours, girl?" Oh my god, you said the mask. <laughs> she did. Oh, I was waiting for Cher to come in. If yeah. I could turn back time. Oh my god, that's horrible. <laughs> and for those who have not seen the movie The Mask, 
Look it up. I believe Eric Stoltz plays the main yeah. character in that, right? Yeah. He plays the lead in that. Have you seen that movie? Back when he had a career. Is that the one where, like, the, the big-faced guy? Yeah. Like, yeah, he had yeah, a, yeah, I forget what they uh, call uh, it. Elephant Man? Yeah, um, but it's like encephala something, 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 something. Right. Elephantitis? Yeah. Something. I don't think that's actually the name for it, but that's close enough. Well, moving away from the Elephant Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> moving away from that, going to... Um, oh, by the way, we, we talked about Sam. At, so, at no point... And, you know, no matter how many times you watch that last episode, it's it, towards the end when they're finally going to leave the house. I mean, you knew it was there, but, like, you really noticed that you're like... Well, the walkers are attracted by all kinds of noise. Why is that boys record player still on? Oh, like, yeah. Like, still on. <laughs> what was the purpose of that? That was annoying as hell. That is why that boy deserves just to be thrown out into the oh, walkers. Please. He and, definitely needs to be. You know? P.S. When that, is that the beginning of the episode with the ants crawling in? Yeah. Yes. That's the last episode. In, in, my, in my head, I'm like, maybe the ants could just eat him. Just fucking, <laughs> they find him and he's fucking. Well, I did, I did like the representation, though, that it was, you know, the ants were the walkers and they were just, yeah. they were, they were swarming all over. And I, I like that, like, little, yeah, right. like, it's like, like that foreshadowing. Little yeah. yeah but well, it was actually, it was actually just a replay of what's going on outside. Yeah. You know? to, to agree with our other friend, Mike. Yeah. Oh, he hated it. <laughs> oh, shit. Our other friend, Mike, um, not Mike D, another Mike, um, was kind of, um, Hating on it, and I, beside I, himself. Yes, he, he was. He was wondering why it took forty-five seconds, to, or even a minute and a half, to show this whole thing of the, the ants crawling onto the yeah. cookie. And I, I felt the same way. I'm like, okay, you don't have to take that long. Oh yeah, I mean, like I said, I mean, it's just they're they're using their directoral, you know, shows of, of strength, <laughs> I suppose. But um, but I did like the representation of the ants uh, swarming all over the, the cookie. I thought that was pretty good. But I'm looking for. I can't wait to see what's going on because you know it ends with Sam like. Mom, mommy, mom, and I'm like, okay, just push the kid to the side. It only takes one shove, honey. <laughs> with with the with the mysterious Judith, who I just assume that they've cut her vocal cords. <laughs> None of that makes sense. That baby never cries unless it's poignant to the story. Well, <laughs> you, know? you know that uh, human guts is a natural. Uh, it causes you to sleep. Really? Yeah, yeah. That's why she she's totally quiet underneath that blanket covered in human guts. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Uh, the old human gut theory. <laughs> for, for two seconds, I, I almost believe Ralph. <laughs> that was your first mistake. <laughs> what was my second? Uh, telling us. <laughs> <laughs> now we know you're gullible. <laughs> no, because Ralph actually delivered it very, you know, like, very sincerely. I was like, does it? <laughs> oh, quick. Get somebody I don't like up here. I want to get right into sleep. <laughs> Ralph phoned me at 8 in the morning and told me that it was morning and I didn't believe him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, spoilers. <laughs> um, how do you guys feel about um, how Jessie's turned around? Um, she's fine. I mean, she's just like that woman that Rick's going to eventually have sex with. Like, you know, like, All right, yeah. And die. And then die. Or she'll die and then he has sex with her. I mean, which I don't know what Rick's really into. Well, it's funny because um, being, just seeing where we're at story-wise in regards to the comic versus real life, doesn't she look like the way... Andrea looks in the comic book. If you ever pick up the comic book now, Andrea's still alive and she's actually with Rick. Yeah. Which is funny. Oh, that's, um, wow. That's, yeah, that would have been horrible in the TV show because nobody liked Andrea. So what's funny now is that they, they have a character coming close to the whole Negan storyline where she looks just like Andrea and she yeah. kind of plays like Andrea. So I'm like, that's interesting. I mean, obviously, they're not going to chop off Rick's hand and stab Carl in the eye, but right. you know. It sounds like they're trying to, like, you well, know. Somebody said something. I don't know if it was, uh, it was something I was reading. I don't know if they were talking to one of the writers or something like that. Um, but they said something like, or there's a clip for the upcoming, you know, season. And you see Rick with an a-, a hatchet or something like that. And you're like, and I, I guess they were saying that in the comics, what happens in the comic um, as they're trying to walk away covered in guts is that, I, I'm trying to think. I, I'm trying to remember how this goes. I think. 
I don't know if it's that that the the Jesse character has a son or if it's just something like that, but some noise or whatever gets made and Rick's just like cuts an arm loose and it's Jesse that gets pushed that they're like, whoop, bye. What? <laughs> it's like, you're making way too much noise. Gotta go. <laughs> oh, man. So I'm like, could you imagine if he did that to Sam? <laughs> you'll, you'll get up. Remember I killed your husband? And your son. Well, then, well now it's your son too. <laughs> and my boy will probably kill your other son, so you should just be with me now. <laughs> mom, mom. That was so annoying in the end. <laughs> um, are you, is it me or are you still waiting for the pastor to do something? Um, I'm just waiting for him to be killed. I mean, because he's not doing anything, so I'm just... Was, wasn't that kind of funny where he's putting up uh, posters for a prayer circle? Yeah. And then Rick is just walking by, sees he just takes it down. He doesn't even look at it. Well, just, Rick can't stand him. He yeah. just says, fuck, takes that shit down, and then the, the pastor just looks back, and he's like, this motherfucker. Well, he just goes right back. Well, Rick kind of gave him a little look like, I dare you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you put it back anyway. Yeah. He was like, I dare you. <laughs> and you did it in the accent. <laughs> yeah. But also, I like when the pastor's just like, you know, I'm not going to look back. I'm not going to, you know, turn around or anything like that. I'm going to go out there with you. And Rick just looked at him like, uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> Damn right you are. <laughs> sure, bitch. Sure. <laughs> By the way, like when, uh, when Carl and Ron were having their little tussle in that room, and then they escape back in, and everyone has the sofa pinned on, like, you guys don't need to stand there with that. If you actually just lower the sofa more and let it prop against the other wall, it's just going to keep the door closed. Yeah. I don't know why you're standing there. <laughs> you know, ah, uh, the laws of physics. <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 we've already talked about how scientists failed us. We've already talked about that today. <laughs> well, I guess without scientists, you know, around there, like science is just dropping off in the world in general. Well, you know, scientists were mullets. Oh no, he wasn't a scientist. Never mind. <laughs> oh, he is. Eugene is so painfully useless. That like I'm just like I'm just waiting for someone. Not, I'm not even waiting for him to die. I'm waiting for someone to make him dead. That, that's the other person that deserves to die. I'm like, are you fucking serious? She's trying to teach you how to fight and survive with a machete, and you're like, oh, I'm, you, you know, I've got I got a big machete, and people have open toe shoes. The thing is, you understand like a Eugene because the thing is, those people exist. Like the people that are just Cowards. they can't. Yeah, they just can't. Like even to, for their own defense, they can't do anything. You know. But it's just for him to have lived so long. Yeah. You're like, why is he still well, here? I mean, he keeps getting other people killed. He, he's, he's cowardice, but he has a, he's he's wise in the sense of he knows where to be. Yeah. yeah and he's been lucky once or twice. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So what's our mid-season grade for Walking Dead? Mike? My mid-season grade is the same as always is for The Walking Dead. An A+. Plus. All right. I love that. Yeah, show. absolutely. Um, I'm going to give it an A+. Um, I feel like there's a couple. A. I mean, a. I feel like there's a couple of things. I really think they. I didn't think they were going to introduce Megan so quick or give a Negan. Negan, sorry, Negan. Um, What'd I, you call me? <laughs> All is down now. <laughs> oh man, well, okay. <laughs> Riley got up for two seconds. <laughs> Ralph, what about you? <laughs> Six halls. <laughs> oh, there you have it. it. Sounded like him. <laughs> I give The Walking Dead a negative Z. Oh. Are you serious? <laughs> you mean it kept you awake? <laughs> yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah, with his boringness. Oh, my God. It's like, are you serious? And then Rick is becoming more paranoid. And he's like, oh, I don't, it's, either, it's us and them. Why would you help them? Why would you risk your life for them? It's like, oh, uh-huh. come on. Come on, Rick. It's everybody. Gee, if you had been through what Rick's been through, you'd be saying the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. All right, so there you have it. Gotham, Sleepy Hollow, and Walking Dead. Three shows at the midway point, but we still got two more to go. So we'll be back with more Meanwhile 22 Pages later after I put the baby down for a quick nap. Stand back! 
There's a hurricane coming through. Hey, comic fans, Cheyenne and Bosch here. If you also happen to be into larger-than-life heroes and tights, a.k.a. professional wrestling, then head on over to 4lifepodcast.com for the latest and greatest in the world of wrestling. Bosch and myself taking behind-the-scenes to past and present with all your top wrestling promotion and news. To listen, visit 4lifepodcast.com, download us on iTunes or Stitcher, and follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at 4lifepodcast. Because when you listen to your podcast, you listen to it for life. Now back to the cap, Ralph the Tech, and Mike the Finance Guy. Meanwhile, 22 pages later. All right, we're back. And we're back to review the, the actually I call them the home run portion of the show, Flash and Arrow. And with the synopsis of The Flash is MFG, Mike the Finance Guy. Like it was going to be somebody else. Yeah, like who else would there be? I would give it a try one day. I could do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to laugh at both of you like that, but <laughs> but, the once, of, but the rest of the world did. There once was darkness, and now there's light, and here's the flash. Ah, yes, that means that Ralph paid his electric bill. <laughs> <laughs> one day we should have role reversal. Anyway, go ahead. I'm here to reveal a lie that's been perpetrated to all of us. For one and a half seasons, Barry Allen has been lying to audiences. He says he's the fastest man alive. Really? Well, in season one, the reverse Flash moved so fast that Barry had to change his hero code name to The Flash. (laughs) And in season two, Zoom whipped Barry so badly, even Ronda Rossi said she could beat him. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> anyway, Central City is saved from being destroyed by the singularity that loomed overhead at the end of season one, thanks to speed tricks by the Flash and sacrifice of half of the Firestorm Matrix. Jay Garrett, aka Flash of Earth Two, arrives in the city, warning of doom and gloom from his nemesis Zoom and the Cat in the Hat, of course. Uh, <laughs> villains escape and seek revenge on the Scarlet Speedster, and Joe West finds out he's been a deadbeat dad for about twenty years. <laughs> and that's where we are. All right. That was a pretty quick synopsis. So let's go right into it. The Flash. Um, it was funny because the midseason, I thought, um, once again, I thought it was going to be real fun. It was okay. It was all right. It was fun. But, you know, because uh, when I came in over to the Caps place to do the podcast today, you know, they were watching it again, probably for the first time. But they denied. Nope. Not at all. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Well, he, and, uh, he might have been watching yeah, it for the first I, time. Yeah, I know. We know. We know, Ralph. Winkity, winkity. <laughs> Um, but <laughs> was but it, was uh, that, uh, Gwen Clagmire's here. Wingy, 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 But um, but it's, it's just something like the the show, the villainy of the villains in the show just seemed hokey. Like like the whole save the day point of the show seemed very thrown together. Like they were just like, what do you mean it's the mid season finale? I have nothing ready. <laughs> you know? How about if we just break out villains and. They do something horrible, and then the Flash stops it. They, they play villain Yahtzee. They're like, so we have um, Weathered Wizard, and roll, 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 ah, and the Trickster. Yeah. And <laughs> and Captain Cold, just throw him in just there. Just throw too. him in there for the sake of it all. <laughs> just just to explain how he ends up in uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Exactly. Right. Although I did love uh, the Trickster with his, uh, don't have a snit, snot. <laughs> <laughs> that was just funny. Um, I mean, it was fun. It definitely, there was a lot of fun to be had. Um you know, like the, the the cutesy of watching, like the coyness between uh, Jay Garrett and the hoe that's about to be a villain. I can't think of her name. Uh, what's <laughs> oh, her name? Oh, Caitlin Snow? Caitlin, thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, to see the coyness there. Because um, even Cisco didn't have a lot to do. Like, if you really think about it, like, no one really had a lot to do in the episode. And yet, you had, like, the, the lives of over a hundred, you know, families at, in jeopardy. And you're like... Yeah, no one seems to really be that interested. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, so you thought the, 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 the trickster's idea with the bombs inside the presence were lame? Well, the, no, that idea was fantastic. 
the idea of doing that was wonderful. The resolution of that was horrible. Yeah, it's just, it's not plausible. And no. And look who's saying not plausible. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, when Ralph is telling you something doesn't even feel plausible, you know you're in danger of it. a change bad of, script. Did you have a change of heart from, from um, pre-podcast to now? He probably reviewed that thought. <laughs> Don't say I'm insane. No, what are you talking about? I was saying that it, I'm no quantum yeah. physicist or any kind of physicist at all. But that just doesn't seem right. No. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just magnetize this one bomb and that'll attract all the others. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> I just magnetize one bullet in the world. So therefore, if anyone shoots a bullet, they all just group together. <laughs> so no one ever gets shot again. Is that how it works? <laughs> or you'll just get shot by a group of bullets. Well, yeah, but at least only one person goes then. And then, <laughs> then, then all the bullets are gone. <laughs> okay, so, 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 so we can agree that the villainy wasn't that great. No. What oh, a- but I did love... Um, and, and Captain Cole was funny, but I... As as cool as it was, I loved when Barry and Iris walk into um, Joe's house, and he's there, and he's drinking hot chocolate out of a reindeer mug. I don't know why I thought that was the funniest thing in the world. Just sitting there with a reindeer mug, I'm like, that that worked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that tickled your fancy a little yeah, bit. It really did. Um, even though a lot of the villainy might not have seemed on point, I think with move the movement of the characters. Excuse you. Um, the, the the movement of the characters worked worked pretty well because they progressed. Yeah. Joe and and mm-hmm. Joe and Iris and you know um, Doctor the art the the world two the Earth two Doctor Wells right. um, Barry's Barry's girlfriend so right. everybody oh, kind of progressed and that's exactly it felt like the whole point of the story was to move the characters along and that's a wonderful thing right but it's like you didn't write a story around it you were just like like you said it it moved the characters but at the it, it shouldn't have faulted the story. And they were just like, yeah, we want to get this point across about the characters, move this into the second half of the season so we know everyone is. Right. And, oh, it's the Flash, so we need villains. Um, <laughs> whatever you got. <laughs> who, who, who's free and not working on another project right at this very moment? <laughs> you know. Mark Hamill, what are you doing right about now? Playing the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to do something else? Sure, why not? <laughs> what about that Luke Skywalker thing? Have you seen the movie? <laughs> <laughs> I really did have to work hard for that. <laughs> His Zoolander poses. I'm like, oh. <laughs> So, uh, Mark Hamill, I want you to be in Star Wars, just not in the first one, but in the first one, you just be in the very, very end, and you're going to do your best Ben Stiller Zoolander impression. $20 million? Sure. Not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> and sold. <laughs> um, now, my question is, the, one of the big questions that's going on is, A, do you think that they're going to make Wally West, because that's who they introduced at the end of the entire episode? Do you think at some point this season he might even get touched by the lightning? I think he will get it at the end of the season. I, I, I foresee basically a slight repeat of the origin of Flash, meaning not so much um, about a project uh, of, a, of a quantum thing going off, but like, for instance, the, the, the same old, especially for the DC uh, movie world, right. I see like a huge bolt of electricity or something like that hitting Barry, right. it flashing onto Wally, and then Wally ending up in a coma. Okay. So, so you see. With, with a spark of energy seen when no one's looking. Oh, you know? okay. Like, I, I can see that. I'm not saying it's a, that I want that, but I can see that. And therefore, you have, like, the, the idea of him not right away becoming a speedster, but knowing that we've now laid the ground for him to become a speedster. So that, you know, you know it's going to go that way, right? Right. If, whenever they need it. Right. You know. Conveniently. Right. Right. That's Ralph, my feeling. What Ralph, do what do you think? I think, yeah, something's going to happen where. We've already established that Wells is trying to create a speed drug. Right. So I'm, I'm guessing... Well, he already has created it. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, yeah, he's trying to make it that it works for non-speedsters. Though. Yeah. Right, yeah. So, like, something's going to happen where, you know, like, they're they're saying, okay, um, maybe if we give this... Wally's going to be injured somehow, and they're going to be like, what if we give him this? You know, I've been working on it to 
increase healing. Maybe right. you know right, it'll okay. work on him. Yeah, that makes sense. Boom. That's actually a really good idea that he gets injured and they, they they're like, well, he's not with the Speed Force, but yeah. But I've been working on the formula. Maybe it'll help fix his body, and it should just stop there. And then like and then he'll be walking around, but then we'll see him do something fast. Yeah, and then it'll stop. Yeah, or something and like then that. It'll be like he's he's retaining some connection to the Speed Force. Right. Like, well, that's actually not a bad idea. Really, yeah. it really isn't. That's a good one. And it's possible. I have really good might. ideas sometimes. Oh, no, I mean, it's a very good idea. I like that one. That's very plausible, man. Yeah, Ralph. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it works really well with the way the show is organized and stuff like that. Maybe that's like like part of you know the superhero powers that have side effects. Maybe that's Ralph's side effect. Corny jokes equal like good plausible plot lines that he that he um. Not so far. Ha- <laughs> <laughs> Not so giving far. away my secret identity. <laughs> corny man, is that what it is? <laughs> Sometimes corny man. <laughs> I agree. I, I mean, I do. I do think that um, that by, by the end, Wally should be um, hit with the lightning, and, and that that groundwork should be addressed. I don't think they'll they'll go too long by by doing that. They're not gonna run the risk of doing it next season, yeah. because obviously tides will change. Some things will change, and maybe people won't be as interested. So they might as well hit the uh, you know strike while the iron's hot. Right. Um, but at the same time, though, like that, the, the big question comes. Let's just say doesn't matter what scenario we use, but let's just say it's now season three, and they are ready to introduce Wally with the Speed Force. Where are we going to go with that? Like, that's my other question. Because it's like, this show doesn't require two speedsters. So unless you're going to make it a one... They also do a one-timey thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it only lasts for a certain amount of time. And then, then they can just go, we address Kid Flash. Right. Or, or whatever. Which I believe will be called Impulse. But... Because no one would take the name. No one would take the name Kid Flash. Right. <laughs> no one ever would. You know? <laughs> he, he didn't look 14. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, you know, exactly. He's, he's, he's a full-grown man. He's 20 years old. <laughs> Kid know. Flash, the fuck you call him, kid? <laughs> I get your kid right here, man. <laughs> I called you Kid Flash, but you called me Kid. Barry, don't don't use the name you suggested. Yeah, I guess Boy Flash isn't working. Out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Boy Flash. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. Um, this, it, no, that wasn't over the line. I don't think so. Uh, here's the second question. Goodness, Riley, stop fighting for the pacifier. Um, who do you take it out of your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> she keeps dropping it on my lap. Um, who do you think is the um? Um, Zoom. I, guess I was saying before, I, mean, I get the feeling it could be Barry because we don't know. Like even Barry was just like, I wonder what like the other me is on that planet. And it's like, yeah. well, this would be a good way to find out that that's just you at your worst case scenario, you know. And bigger and stronger. I mean, well, he is larger, so I mean that that you know, I mean, unless they do one of those like that's the character we had, and then suddenly you're like, now you're Barry, and you're like, oh, he seems smaller now. <laughs> <laughs> they could. Uh, the rumor on the internet is that it's um, Earth's two. Uh, Barry Allen's father. What's his name? Uh, Mr. Allen. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of the guy's name. Um, but yeah, I mean that's again that's the thought too. I mean the, the some of the reasons I had seen were like, well, if you look at the eyes, I'm like, it's just another actor, dude. Just, yeah. <laughs> I was like, just that's not a good theory. And you know, I think that picture that they did it was um, super. It was like Photoshop because. Yeah. In in the show, every time I've seen Zoom's eyes are black. His eyes are black. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. just ridiculous. I'm like, all right, stop trying to prove your lies. Yeah. But no, I mean, it wouldn't be bad. I mean, and it would give um, you know the old, the original Flash TV Flash actor a little props for having been a speedster, you right? Know? So that wouldn't be bad. And of course, I mean, if you really think about that too, especially the hardship with Barry, which would be like, you know, I am basically fighting what's basically my dad at least in in you know vision it's my dad yeah you know like how am i going to fight somebody like that um but at the same time i think it would also be cool him fighting himself yeah. you know like yeah like you know the fact that he fears getting too fast sometimes and like be able to say like wow this is what happened i mean not that it means that doing that will lead to like this, speed but that, is like a drug right right you know or something along that line so that could also be a possible I, thing i think that, that definitely could work well especially if like um because it seems like the 
we, we now know that Wells has pseudo agreed to help Zoom fatten up Barry with the Speed Force. So right. that, for instance, Barry, they might turn this into like a, a little anti-drug segment of, like you said, it's becoming like a drug that Barry himself, our Barry, could end up noticing this is so addictive. Mm-hmm. And then if it's revealed that he is Zoom and to say like, wow, that's where the addiction led to on your earth. Right. You know? That'd be that'd be interesting. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool too. Do you ever think that uh, Jay Garrick is going to get his speed back? I think so. I, I think if, I think once the Earth Two thing is resolved, he'll be the Flash again. Okay. But I think by that point, he'll be the Flash again. You know, Where they, um, they sort of like blows him up and he gets all his speed force back, or so, or maybe or maybe he maybe um, once they realize, or maybe you know, because I don't think Wells is going to totally be a dick. I think he's going to like eventually be like, you know, here's the this is what Zoom wants me to do. Um, so that think about it. if if Zoom can leech off. The, the speed force why can't jay that's true true you know yeah. and that might be where they come down to like they finally realize that or, or even if jay can't leech it barry might be able to give it him some right. and that that restarts it or something like that with him or whatever like that you know i wouldn't want to see barry giving jay some uh, i just want to see him right <laughs> you won't he moves really fast <laughs> Bang! <laughs> whoa oh, oh i got a jolt <laughs> i must have the speed force no not really oh my god <laughs> Um, real quick, do you think Caitlyn Snow will make an appearance as um one hundred percent? Really? As as you, uh, you as think it'll be Killer Frost. two Killer Frost or I think Earth well, one? I mean, we know that she is portraying the character, so we know it actually will be the actress. Now, whether it'll be you know our version, um, I don't know because that's the other thing too. I was thinking like, even if you introduce her for a villain for a little bit, because we know it's going to be this season, she'll be introduced as Killer Frost. Whether or not that's going to be introed and out, like it's like again, our, let's say it is our our Earth, Caitlyn Snow. How are you going to keep her a villain? Like you know, I mean, is she going to yeah. be a villain that they can change back, or is she going to be like a long term? You know, like then it's like you know, again, where are you going with the show? It doesn't mean that you can't write a good show, but it's just where are you going to go with this? You know, she could be. I don't know. Maybe they redo the whole character and turn her into a hero. No, I, I would hope the that. only but, thing but they, again could that yes, but I, I would just hope if, that. Or if, maybe she's an antihero. If you keep Kate, um, Kate Snow, if you keep um, Caitlin Snow and make her um, Killer Frost. I would think that maybe Barry's girlfriend would join Team Flash because now there's that absence. Now you don't have that science aspect anymore, but it's somebody else on the team that can help him out. Right. I mean, there's that. I'm just like I said, I'm just curious. Or like, or, but like Ralph said, I mean, it could be Earth 2. It could be that. Yeah, I, like, think you know, very, I think very well. It would probably be Earth 2. It's the only way you can do it to, to, to have. To maintain to have, the character. To, also, to have your cake and eat it too. Right. To have Caitlyn Snow and to have um, Killer Frost. So right. I think that's probably the best way to go about it. If, if you remember, was it when, uh, when Barry was like running through. Through time, right, and he had those visions, and one of them was as Caitlyn as Yeah, Frost. oh yeah, so that's what I'm saying. We know it's coming up because that every, his visions were everything about Earth too, right? Um, and and then also he had the vision of Legends of Tomorrow. You know, yeah. you know he saw Hawk Girl and all like that. So yeah, we know it's all coming, but yeah, that's the other thing too because I'm realizing I'm like, okay, we have only half a season left. So is she going to become a permanent villain, or is she going to be a villain for half a season, less than half a season? Is it going to be like a a two season episode of them trying to bring her back and like, you know, cause she'll be angry over the loss of Ronnie somehow. And you know, some machine, I don't know what the hell is going to go on. And, right. You know, oh. it'll be, it'll be interesting to see what, what comes out with this. Yeah, definitely will. But I'm looking forward. And I hope that it's not cheesy. I just, you know, there's just so much cheese that can end up happening with like a character like that. <laughs> well, let's hope they don't make it in Wisconsin. Wow. wow. See, thank you. <laughs> well, come on. See, doesn't Wow just encapsulate the whole, like, what the fuck? Instead of saying, what the fuck? My daughter will be able to repeat me soon, so I can't be saying, what the fuck anymore. They're known wow. for cheese. Oh. Oh. 
So Come are you, on. evidently. Shout know your geography, <laughs> shout people. Out, shout out to Abby. Sorry that we're hating on Wisconsin so much. But sometimes it's not the location. It's the joke and how the location was used. <laughs> All right. So mid-season. Oh, by the way, did oh, I, I actually also liked uh, <laughs> with the... Wait, they have a God follow on your earth? There's a God follow on every earth veto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, yeah. yeah. And I love... Because I love that they looked at Jay, um, Jay Garrick and he's like, mm-hmm. He's nodding like, yeah, everybody knows that. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I thought that was really good. All right, so um, mid 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 season rating for Flash. I mean, for me, real easy. Even though it was a, a show that um, might not have been really good, not not well written in villainry. By the way, watching Flash do the whole swirly arm thing to get out of the to fly that was fun. I, fun. I was like, oh, oh I was because lame. he does it in the comics. I was like, yeah. I, I I like that. It's che- again, yes, it was cheesy. But I'm like, I do like when they actually use things that he does in the comics. Like he has been like, like when uh, with the crossover with him and yeah. when, when he swirls him away and Arrow's like, that's new. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. he's like yeah, I got some, you know, I got some surprises. You know, <laughs> some like, tricks. I got some new tricks there. And it's like, yeah. I mean, and I like that because he should be a growing character. I don't want him to have everything all at once. But at the same time, I'd like to see him reuse like, like, did you forget how to vibrate through things? Right. <laughs> right. You know? All right. Well, I'm st- despite that, I'm going to give it. An A plus. Ooh, you I went there. Cal's going A plus. Cal's, yeah, absolutely. Ralph. Well, if you're going A plus, and of course I gotta outdo you, I'll give it an A triple plus. Damn. So is that like nine plus? Huh? <laughs> no, I, I don't said, even know what that is. <laughs> I said triple. If it's nine, it's like eighteen plus. There you go. Yeah, okay. There you go. All right. Oh, math. <laughs> well, I was going to say it was three sets of claws, which is three. Not six claws, it's nine claws, but whatever. Okay. Join the exciting uh, superhero comic with Cat versus Graysville and the Math Wizard. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Mike. What you got? But I only know past second grade math, you'll still beat the cat. <laughs> um, I give it a very solid A. Okay. Yeah, because like I said, I mean, especially like some of the hokiness that was in there, I'm like, I can't give you the A plus on that, even though um, I still love the series. But that was just, it's still a solid A. It was a lot of fun, and the characters did move ahead. Yes, know? they they all progressed, which is like, why are you still hung up on this person? No, everything's moved mm-hmm. accordingly, so that's been good. Yeah. All right. Last but definitely not least, let's talk about Arrow's mid season finale. Mike, hit him with it. Holy domestic life. Ollie in an apron, souffles, engagement rings, crime and death. Oh, oh, well, thank goodness, because that's the era we know and love. Uh, <laughs> Team Arrow tries to protect Star City from the hive, but without Stephen Amell's perfect pecs, they kind of sucked at it. Uh, adding, a, adding a color to his former nom de guerre and sporting a new suit made by the Flash's Cisco, Oliver returns to unfail his city as the Green Arrow. But can Star City's brightest hope dispel the supernatural evil of Damian Dark? Maybe, but it might cost the life of someone we care about. No, not Thea. Nobody cares about her. (laughs) Or Laurel. And ever since Diggle lost his Guitar Hero battle with Iris West, he may not be worthy either. So that kind of leaves Felicity. But nobody better kill Felicity. That's my girl. (laughs) (laughs) You might be disappointed. No, I think think, um, the whole um, tombstone scene that we see, I, I... Because the thing is, again... We, you know, we don't know obviously the circumstance that happened, but right. the fact that when Barry shows up and he just seems kind of like, oh, gotta go, you know, yeah. like, I'm like, I'm thinking Felicity, her death is faked to right. keep her out of trouble. Yeah, I can see that. And that Ollie is, is, is in mourning because she, I mean, like, it might even be like one of those where, like, maybe I should never come back, kind of a, you know, obviously she comes back, but like that kind of a conversation where he's like, she's not really dead, but I've actually lost her. 
Yeah. You know. Okay. Um, that's, I, I, that's my thought. I like the play it, on know. words. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, no, I get, yeah. I get, I get um, the only other thought I had for the tombstone thing was um, it could also just be his son. Because he doesn't have any real, you know, because they've, now they've introduced uh, something else for him to be involved with. Right. I actually thought um, Detective Lance could possibly be, you know, that tombstone. Could be, but I just can't see him getting that broken up, especially the only one. They're like, where was, where was his daughter? You know. Well, maybe, well, maybe that's, a, well, that's it's not right when they buried him. He's, he's just having a moment at the tombstone. Could have been a day later. Could have been a private moment. Oh, yeah. No, 100%. I just, like, you know, you just kind of feel that it would be something that was dear to him. But, yeah, could be him. Well, it, I'm thinking. It, it, well, could, it could just be that he's visiting his mother's graves at the cemetery. Um, could be. Right? Well, but Barry wouldn't be there for right? that. Barry if, wouldn't. If he's looking for him. No, but he was in a suit. He was in a suit like he went to a funeral, though. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, that, that's the only thing that I would say that wouldn't be that. Maybe they, do they do like anniversary for funerals? I don't know. Where they, Only if you're happy they're too dead. They I mean. rebury them. I don't know. <laughs> well, let's talk about the episode itself because I mean, there's, I mean, there's a couple of things that happen in the story before we even get to somebody getting Mayor Oliver. Mayor Oliver, how do you guys? Oliver running for mayor. Well, he's still running for mayor. I'm fine with that. Um, I, I, I wouldn't. I don't want him to become mayor because then it's like, okay, you really can't explain why you're not at that meeting. That's, that's a little bit rough. <laughs> you know? I mean, most, most of the times he's as the arrow as the green arrow now, it's at night. So, I mean, the mayor doesn't really work at night, right? Yeah, but I mean, but then when, why is he the arrow? Because shit went down. Shit went down. Where's the mayor? <laughs> like the mayor, I mean, think about it. He's, when he's the arrow, the mayor is always going, well, this, this thing is okay and uh, things are, are better now. You know, so like, how's that going to happen? Right. You know? Is that Mary Queen? Mary Queen? Uh, you know, this is going down. Mary Queen, where are you? Mary Queen. I'm the, oh I'm the Green Queen now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, the Green Arrow. Where did you come from? By the way, is it me or that Green Arrow? Ex- green Arrow explanation at the beginning of the season was kind of lame. Oh, it was absolutely horrible. I'm like, first of all, I'm like, we've seen him talk to the populace before, right? So absolutely nobody just went. That's the same guy. <laughs> like, like, I don't care if I can see his face fully. I can see enough of it to realize that's the same guy. And I won't even begin to tell you that it looks a lot like Oliver Queen. <laughs> and and w- wasn't he accused of being the arrow a yeah. few times? I'm like, what? I mean, they have the same exact stubble. <laughs> exact. <laughs> Obviously, people in that universe are, you know, well, gull- gull- gullible. Glasses and Clark Kent. That's all we have to say. It's the same world. <laughs> or, or no, no, he he has a, hypno- a hypnosis power where you know people don't really recognize him with the glasses. Oh, I'm the first person to tell you that's actually canon. I mean, they don't say it anymore, but that was the original canon: is that he uses super hypnosis to hypnotize anyone, so that from the back he actually looks larger than he does when people run into him from the front. Of course, that makes no sense, but there you go. <laughs> Well, but that, but that was your boy, right? Who? No, no, I'm sorry. That's um, I'm thinking of I'm thinking of, um, of what's his name, Neil Adams. That was um, oh, that, that was George, that was, that that was George like, right? No, no, that was from the '60s. That's from the '60s. Yeah, that's when they explained a lot of stuff. I mean, um, John Byrne reused it. Though. John Byrne, there yeah, we go. John Byrne reused it when his Superman run, but that wasn't his because it was a comic from I think it's from the '60s, and I think I actually own that comic. But they go through and explain all the things that Superman can do. So like that, he doesn't fly. I mean, the, 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 all their answers were stupid. He doesn't fly. He just jumps, and he jumps really fast if he wants to go faster. But you're like, well, then how does he hover? <laughs> Which they didn't get into. And the fact that he shaves, he farts. <laughs> that he shaves by you know reflecting his 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 beams that melt everything reflect <laughs> off of glass somehow and shave him. You know, like it's just like little stuff. And that he cuts his hair by putting it between his fingernails and clipping it. I'm like, that would take a long time. <laughs> well, you know, he can uh, control the intensity of the beam so that it, it doesn't burn through the glass. But then so, after it hits the glass, it gets hotter. But that would be impossible. 
Is it? <laughs> yes. Is it impossible? Oh, good. Uh, 100%. All right. All right let's, get, let's, let's get back to Arrow. Um, trying to think, what was the what was the um, the the big the big um, turning point of that episode before Damien Dark did what he did? I mean, there's a lot of. I mean, I'm 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 very blah about Diggle's brother being there, and also how we right. found Diggle's brother. Of all the members, I oh yeah, that's the one. That one masked member, that must be your brother right there. I'm like, oh, is that how that works? I didn't realize that. <laughs> that's the same one that didn't shoot you that one time, right? Yeah, I'm like, And yeah. that other time, too, that hesitated, yeah. right? But, um, but as far as Hive goes, Neil McDonough has done a perfect job as Damian Dark. Yes. I mean, which is expected, because I, I had said it before. I called him, like, he is great at being a villain. I mean, he's played in a couple of other movies, and some of them are kind of cheesy, you know, like he was in Walking Tall with The Rock. Yeah. Um, he was in he was a bunch of movies, but no, he's, he's been around. But he's a good villain. He was excellent in. Um, he's played it really well in, the, in this. Yeah. I mean, the the only time that I mean, if you ever want to see him play an incredible villain, then you need to watch. Um, I can't think of the name. Damn it, uh, Justified. Oh, yeah. Justified! Yeah, you yeah. guys always talk about yeah, that. Yeah, he was on there for a season, and that was just remarkable. <laughs> if you want to see him at his worst. Watch him in the the Street Fighter movie with the Chung Lee one. Oh my God, that is bad. He, he plays M Bison. I forgot really? about that. Horrible. There's no good M Bison. Raul Julia. Oh my God. Horrible. If cancer hadn't killed him, that oh would have. Oh <laughs> my God. Yeah. No. No. Yes. There we go. Just looking out for your Puerto Ricans, huh? Uh, no, I'm just saying that, that that bell was not even for anything. So I'm like, what are you what are you doing? Um, I, I, you know, the thing is, I, I mean, as much as I'm enjoying the fun that they're having about like making fun of everyone just breaking in slash wandering into their headquarters, <laughs> yeah. it's at the same time like because because they barely ever mentioned that, and I was the first one that kept calling that out last the first oh, I'm sorry the first second and third season. I'm like everyone just ends up in there, but it has the same problem that it had from the other headquarters, which is I'm okay ish with people breaking into there because they're that good, but they stated unequivocally mm-hmm. about this new headquarters. The best part about it is there is only one entrance to it. Only. Right. And everybody enters away from that entrance every time they surprise them. And I'm like, how else are they getting in? Evidently, this is a <laughs> sealed it? room. Was it during the It was during the crossover, right? Where Cisco's like, what, what the hell is No, it's the Flash. It's the, the Flash? Flash? Yeah. Well, it's, it's in the crossover, but it's the Flash because Barry's just like, he's like, where are they coming from? Kind of, you know. But I mean, but it's like, but even before then, because um, you know, even during that, you had the league, and that's the thing. It's not even just one. The whole league showed up. I'm like, even if they kind of hid, you noticed <laughs> that these people came in. You know, um, what's his face? Even got Vandal Savage showed up. You yeah. know, and I'm like, and then of course, you know, uh, John Barrowman. But he was just like, this was even easier to break in in another place. <laughs> I was like, really? You know, but I mean, but like I said, what gets me is that they're coming from where the entrance isn't. And I'm like, well, how are you getting in? Unless they get, got in there, hid for a while and go, let's wait for a perfect time to come out and go, surprise, we're here. Suppose they didn't come back that day. Like, like <laughs> well, let's just all meet at the coffee shop and go over this because I really am hungry right now. <laughs> Barrowman's just, this stakeout sucked. <laughs> he's, just, he's just right there. Hey, guys, anyone coming to your headquarters? I don't know where it is. Be really shame if you miss someone surprise you there. <laughs> um, and what do we think about uh, G- um, John Barrowman as uh, Rachel Ghoul? I like Ms. Rachel Gould. I think he's, it's just fun because it's, it's a character you can't do much with right now. You know? Yeah. He just like pops in every once in a while. It's like, hey, just to be evil. Hey, just so you guys don't forget me, I'm here. Yeah. Well, he's, not, he's not even like Thea. Love you, Thea. You know you're my daughter. Yeah. It's that he's not even like Rachel Gould as much. He's like Rachel girl. <laughs> <laughs> and I love him for it. He's oh absolutely fantastic. 
Yeah, well, he, he's still kind of fun. He, he's a little bit more fun now, even still a villain, but still, you know, yeah. with his, you know, being able to pop in and out. That has been pretty yeah. funny. Um, Felicity, how things went down at the end of the episode. Felicity's my girl, as I said. And I always, I love the fact that, especially in this season, she just tells it like it is. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, that's stupid. So <laughs> I'm like, okay. The thing that the cat keeps walking around because he wants me to say it, she gets shot. Damn. In a limousine. What is he damning about? We just spoiled every damn season <laughs> finale from everything else. I, I, I know, but even then, when, when, when things have been... He, he just doesn't want it to be true. She got shot after she got Oliver. Shot, she's not dead. I mean, yeah. she just got shot. We don't know if she's dead yet. Right. I mean, it could be because, of course, you know, they're leading into it. But that's what I'm saying. I think she's shot. I think that she's going to be... In her. I, think, I think when we come back, she will be declared dead. Okay. Like, like, I mean, with no, like... Wait, wait, we didn't see him hide her. I think she's like, going. I think it'll be the funeral. I think it'll be she's declared dead, okay. and then we'll see. Like maybe at the end of that episode, like Oliver, you know, I miss you. I know, honey, but we can't. You know, or something like that. <laughs> like you know, you know, if it's not that episode, it'll definitely be by the second one of the the mid season. You know, right? Because there's no way in the world they're getting rid of the Felicity. They're, they're going to pull a Roy Harper on her. Yeah. Ah, oh, fuck Roy Harper. <laughs> well, I, I mean, if you want to, we could arrange that. Nah, I'm, I'm past. I'm married. <laughs> I mean, I haven't stopped anybody before, but still. Uh, um, what I was going to say was that the interesting thing about that episode was the way they kind of wrapped it up, you know, in a tight bow to end the villain. And then Ollie came to propose to Felicity. Oh, that's like, okay. And, and, and as he's proposing her, I'm like, yeah, this is, something's going to happen bad. Oh, of course. I didn't have to look at the time. It just felt like yeah, you know, it's the end of the, the end of the episode. You know that you know. Oh, the moment he put down on one knee, I'm like, well, something bad's about to happen now. <laughs> <laughs> and then once well, um, they, they, they cornered the limo and just started letting off shots, yeah. I was like, well, wow. they playing the drummer boy. I love that. Like it was over the top, but it actually worked for that scene. Like for most things, it wouldn't. Have, it would have just been too much, but it actually worked. I liked like the, that they slowed down things a little bit. And I actually, what I thought was really creepy and it was really well done was when you saw Damien dark walking into that, that woman and, and daughter's room yeah. at Christmas time. And you're like, what the, who the fuck are these people? Is he going <laughs> to kill them right now? And then you realize it's his family. Yeah. Right. That was just like really well done. I was like, Oh, okay. Cause I really thought he was going to kill them. No, I, <laughs> yeah. I knew that was his family. I was like, eh. you know what? I don't get, if you notice how they stop the car, right, mm-hmm. and then Oliver still has a chance to drive the limo away, why didn't the limo driver just do that in the first place? I have no idea. Right? He got shot. Well, he wasn't shot then. <laughs> no, he was. Yeah, he wasn't shot. Like they, he, he was shocked. The way they <laughs> where they stopped, like he could, he still had room to go around. Well, the thing is, like, because they're not expecting though an ambush, so I mean, you know, he's not going to just drive. And, and think, then, all know. right, and then I don't get Oliver. And also, course, he could have been in on it, and they may have just shot him out of principle. Right. <laughs> Oliver is expecting, you know, some shit to go down. Well, that's the one thing I didn't get. Even if, even not expecting that, the fact that he he looked like, huh? Why are we stopping with all these cars around us? And I'm like. Dude, uh, I what do you think is about to happen? <laughs> no, no, no. But even then, it's like you know, Damien Dark is a yeah. crazy motherfucker. Yep. Why don't you have a bulletproof limousine? Yeah. Like you know. No, I mean just anything—a a fake bottom or just you know. Yeah, I mean it was just his reaction. Decoy was, car. Yeah, his reaction was weird, like, or the fact that that he had none of his people following him. Yeah. I'm like, I'm in the most unsafe vehicle on the road right now, and no one is watching my back. And it appears that they're driving through the most deserted neighborhood in all of Star City. Yeah. Because, like, there was no one around. I was like, what? Are you serious? Yeah. It wasn't even that late. It had to be, like, you know, 7 o'clock or something. And again, it could all be fake. Like, for instance, she may never have been shot. This could be the entirety of it could be faked. You know what I'm saying? That, like, uh, because, again, it's not like, uh, if I'm trying to think, like, for instance, well, for instance, um, 
I mean, granted, well, Damon Dark would suspect that, but I was about to say, like, for instance, it's not even that we know that these were hive men. Like, this could be an entire ruse, because like, because he didn't fight back to them. He didn't kill any of them or anything like that. Right. Um, but even if it is Dark's men, like I said, um, she may never have been shot at all. They may have just said, look, if he attacks us, we've got this plan. We're going to make it look like you got hit. This will take you off of the radar, you know. Yeah, it'll it. bump your sympathy factor up. It's just like I said, no one's getting, you know, there's no way they're getting rid of Elicity. It's just not happening. And if it does, <laughs> they got a problem with me. You know, you know, there's a problem. You know, honestly, there's a part of me that wants Felicity to die. You're just such a hater because no, she no, turned no. you down. Oh, please. Yeah. Last week, last hour. She, no, she right turned, now, he's got a, me- a text from her. Number she one, I don't, down number one I don't do blondes. Number two, I think it's because she could put on a wig. Well, she did for, for, for that flashback scene. See? <laughs> well, but, but also the thing about it is she that... She puts on a wig for me all the time. Your hand just in a blonde wig doesn't count. <laughs> oh, Felicity. <laughs> Was that Mickey Mouse? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if, yeah, if, if your hand's chapped, would he sound like that? No, I don't think so. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. All right, all right. Mid-season grade for Arrow. Wait, weren't you about to say something about her? Nah, fuck it. Uh, he's old. Uh, all, he forgets no, everything. All, no, all, he's scared. All I was going to say was that um, somebody had talked about Walking Dead and the fact that certain characters, that they didn't want to see certain characters remain alive because they're popular in, in, as opposed to people um, keeping the character alive because it's part of the story. Right. And I understand that Felicity's popular, but maybe she needs to die. And I think that would be a well, good... Well, the thing is, the difference, though, is Walking Dead... And Arrow and all of the superheroes shows that are on right now are not based like that. Like this oh, is not this is not a anyone could die kind of a show. It's like these are our heroes and they just don't die unless they're never coming back to the show again or something like that. I mean, you didn't even kill Roy Harper and they could have killed him. Because I mean, you even replaced a Red Arrow, you know? Like, yeah. So they could have killed him. Um, Walking Dead is different thrones. because it has already established itself as completely anyone can die. You know, yeah, and so like that makes it a little bit different. But um, I like I said, I mean, and the thing is, I would have imagined that, especially with the spoiler world that we live in, that we would have heard that, like you know, that the actress that plays Felicity Smoke is not coming back or something like that, right? You know, all right. So like I said, mid-season grade for Arrow. I'm gonna give it. Honestly, I'm gonna give it a B plus. Um, really? Yeah, I, I didn't find it as you found the Flash more engaging as a perfect score. Mm-hmm. Wow. Than, than Arrow. I mean, Arrow. I mean, Arrow was okay until the end and then mm-hmm. the end I was like oh okay but I mean all that stuff in between with, with Detective Lance it was alright it was it was it was B plus worthy I feel like that yeah. you know, for they're gonna wrap not wrap stuff they're gonna get into more things hopefully in the second half of the season but once again I don't know I don't know how it's gonna wrap up Mike um, I, I found that the story was much more believable and a lot more cohesive, so I actually give this an A plus as compared to the Flash. Where I gave it an A. Wow, okay. Well, because the Flash had problems. <laughs> and Ralph, I give this a nice solid A. You know, I really enjoyed it. But if they end up killing my girl Felicity, then no, no, she's my girl Felicity. Listen, all right, my I've already boo, established that. My boo Felicity. <laughs> yeah, boo. You, you guys are all second fiddle to me. I'm just saying. Oh, and <laughs> shout out to they K- call you the tiny violin. Get the hell out of here! You're second fiddle, <laughs> dude. I'm like I'm I'm, I'm like oh, no, not Tiny Tim. He was actually small. <laughs> little John. That's who it was. Little, like, John. little John. <laughs> little John. This big, huge. You know. Thing. Yeah, but that yeah. was yeah, but that was short for Little Johnson. 
And, what, and what's funny is that I'm talking about all this stuff, and I know um, Mr. Cooper is someone saying, that's my girl. I'm like, nah, nah, nah. Felicity had a fucking height requirement, Mr. Cooper. <laughs> She's not your girl, Mr. Cooper, unless you actually show up to another episode and listen to this one to even hurt us insult you. Shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Brah, brah. So there you have it. Flash and Arrow. A lot to look forward to in January and leading up to um, Legends of Tomorrow. So that'll, yep. that'll be very good. So don't go anywhere, guys, because Geeks on the Go is next. Geeks on the Go. Now, well, let's Ralph. <laughs> less Ralph? Less Ralph. Really? Yes. Is that a challenge? Yes. Oh, so so, so you think you can answer these questions, le- Um, what, with one word or something? Yes. Really? Okay. Yes. Well, just for those which either who, tells you Ralph's skill or the Caps Lane question. <laughs> hey, first off, be a combo. first off, let's give everybody, get everybody straight on what this segment is. I give quick questions; they give quick answers on all things geek, and we never make it under a minute. But this time, I made less lame questions. I really worked hard um, twenty minutes ago to put these questions together. So, meaning they're less <laughs> words, but they're equally as lame. Oh, whatever. <laughs> and, and we're gonna see if we can go under a minute. Now, Ralph, here's my challenge. Oh no no no! I'm not gonna challenge you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just see what you have. What? Right, come on, challenge. Okay, so if it's if if we go under a minute, you pay for the next time we get together for our dinner. Okay. Done. Ready, set, go. Out of the five shows we reviewed, which one could use a new main character added to the cast? Ralph. Gotham. Okay, Mike. Gotham, and the character should be Galactus, who then devours the Earth. (laughs) (laughs) Or Franklin Richards. Um, Which great Batman villain are you curious to see in the show, Gotham? Mike. None. They're already ruining Batman for me, but I guess the Ten-Eyed Man, just for the sake of it. Wow. Ew. Okay. Ralph? Ditto. Oh, my God. I hate you. (laughs) Originality is lacking. (laughs) You know? How would you feel if Oliver Queen and Arrow became more like his comic book counterpart? Ralph? Okay. <laughs> That's it, Mike. Disappointed. I don't want him to reveal his secret identity to the world. Oh, yeah, like Daredevil. And last <laughs> but not least, Marvel ha- still hasn't completed its Secret Wars saga. Give me one word to describe it, Mike. Overjoyed, because right now I can imagine the story has a good, purposeful ending. Unlike when it really ends, then I'll be angry. All right, Ralph. Blah. Blah. <laughs> we got it under a minute. Are you serious? <laughs> And I just told you how bad that was. <laughs> <laughs> now, as far as an interest to our listeners, probably not much. <laughs> okay, Mark, so Mike, we got to pick out a place somewhere we're going to eat. Uh, all right. All right. <laughs> so how is it that because we got it under a minute, I have to pay? Because you're the one who decided to go on one word answer the entire time. Uh, <laughs> Mike stayed with his usual one word and explanation. You, one word, one word. One I said word, I could answer all of these in one word, and I did. <laughs> Actually, you're wrong. You answered them in four words. You said I could answer in one word. I'm like, you answered it in four. <laughs> <laughs> Stick with for the rules. Wow. So episode 73, we actually go under a right at a minute, I think. I think you finished your answer right when the buzz went off. Said blah, followed by pant. <laughs> <laughs> so is that like your record in the room, in the bedroom, right? A minute? A minute. Oh, he's 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 done under a minute. <laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely, man. It doesn't take much for me. I'm I'm. I'm cool. ready. I'm already done out here. <laughs> <laughs> just the thought of it. Just the thought of it. <laughs> Let me go to some shoutouts before I kick both your asses. All right. Anybody have any shoutouts before I give up mine? Yeah. Shout out to Ruben who evidently listens to our podcast and says you never shot me out. <laughs> so Ruben, shouting you out, dude. Thank Damn you for right. listening. Yeah. Ruben, the way he brought it up to me um, I, when him and I bumped into each other. He's like, oh, Aaron got a, a shout out. I didn't get a shout out. <laughs> I'm like, but I didn't know you were listening. 
Wollen wir listen? Alright, so we'll shut you up next time. Okay, I'll be listening. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way the conversation went. Any other shout outs, Mike? I don't know. I wonder if our wonderful police officer friend, if you're still listening, let us know. Hit us up on our Facebook page. We want to know and then tell the rest of the crew because we need like, you know, police presence here because, well, we're dangerous. <laughs> and plus, have you ever been to my neighborhood? Yeah. We need police presence. <laughs> Ralph, what about you? I want I want to give a shout out to that, you know, that person out there. You know who you are. I don't really got to say your name. But, Thanks, Ralph. You know, you, you mean a lot to us. Thank you for listening. And, you know, we love your response. So, you know who you are. I don't have to say who you are. Oh, Fuck you, bro. Fuck you. <laughs> I got a couple of shout outs. First of all, shout out to Aaron. Amazingly keeping up with the podcast. She's like, yeah. And now it's no longer. I heard the intro. And then what else did you hear? Just the intro. I'm going to hear the rest later on. Why is your podcast just an intro? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that probably would be a good podcast where it's like the whole thing is just one big ass intro. Could be. <laughs> yeah, that would be. You know, it's funny. No. <laughs> now we're going to give somebody else an idea and they're going to make it great. That's, that's true. <laughs> I rescind my idea. Yeah, please Erase do. it from your mind. <laughs> so shout out to Aaron. Shout out to Johannes. What's up, bro? Good good seeing you Johannes. back. I think he's he's got more time for himself because now he's not in school. So now he's kind of, you know able to be on Facebook a little bit more. So, John, it's good to see you back on there. Hit us up more often. We love your responses. Shout out to Hipster Tom. I am so sorry. He had hit me up yesterday saying, hey, guys, I got back from Canada early, so if you want me to be on the show, I'm totally down. But with everything I've been dealing with, I didn't get it back to him. So sorry, Hipster Tom. Um, But probably by by the time you hear this podcast, I've already apologized. Yeah, Hipster Tom, he didn't tell us that at all. So, you know, he was just making sure that you would not be here. Oh, shut up. He's he'll, jealous. He'll be on the next Another one. tall person. He doesn't need it. Another tall person. <laughs> and <laughs> also speak, making him feel inferior. Speaking of tall white people to give a shout out to, shout out to Jazz. Um, Jazz. Fa- Jazz, fan- Jazz, thanks for the gifts. Fantastic gift. And for those who don't have Facebook, or, um, I'm going to post it up on Facebook. He gave us a wonderful um, Coca-Cola bottle with our names individually put on the um, Coke bottle. Because he's just that kind of guy. Yeah, I was very resourceful, so I would have never thought to do that. It's because he's smart and you're Well, not. it's not like he actually just broke into the Coca-Cola factory and <laughs> yeah, did this. You yeah, know? but you know, I mean, you, you think of all these other things. <laughs> it would have been cooler if he did. Yeah, he did. I know. That's the story I'm putting out on Facebook. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, also, um, shout out to my brother, um, my brother and my best friend, Joey Bags for dropping by last night. Um, I was watching the baby. His brother, for all of you out there, doesn't have a name. <laughs> Everybody knows my brother Steven. So his brother's nameless. Steve O and Joy Bags. Thanks for dropping by last night. We had a great time. It felt like old times. Um just hanging out the house, talking about the baby. I mean talking with the baby. I mean, whatever. <laughs> we, we were talking the about the baby with the baby. Yeah, basically. Like old times. That baby's only about nine months old. <laughs> <laughs> no, the hanging out was like old times. I mean the house was a mess and you know there was no women in the house. It was just like old times. Oh wow. So they threw a party is what you're saying. Yeah, pretty much. And I, trust me, we're old. We don't party anymore. Uh-huh. Damn right they're old. <laughs> I don't know about the partying, but damn right they're Turn old. Turn down for what? Anyway. <laughs> Everything. All right. Well now oh, but there is one other shout out. The shout out to me, because soon you will be seeing a new logo. That's right. We of course so- these guys haven't seen it yet, but Hey, I'm the only one who makes the logo, so when I make it, it's done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, you guys will obviously see what it looks like in the next couple of days. Can't wait to check it, take a look at that. And hopefully we get corresponding t-shirts with that. Because I mean, the other t-shirts become classic. Yeah, you mean the ones that I pay for? <laughs> the retro ones. <laughs> hey, hey, I'll pay for it as long as, long as you know, as long as it's sold. Fuck it. I, you I, got a kid, you'll be paying for the life. As long as you tell us this time. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm getting everybody extra smalls. <laughs> Damn. It, 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 it'll fit me like a sock. <laughs> I could use it on my balls then. Wow. Wow. That. 
<laughs> All I, you know what I see? I see like a round chia pet with like this hair sprouting out the sleeves. <laughs> I, I luckily don't see anything at all, so I'm not, I'm very good with my imagination <laughs> on hold. That, that's what the girls say about Ralph. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> and that'll be the end of this show for the first one in 2016. So for MFG, Mike the Finance Guy, RT's Girl, Ralph the Tech, and for the in and out appearances of Riley, this is the cap saying, keep it geeky. In two more weeks, can't wait to hear more more stuff. <laughs>